0: Good afternoon, good morning, uh, good night, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, Happy Easter, wherever the hell you are in your life at this second when you're listening to this podcast. This is Gigs and Ghosts, Series 2, Episode 4. I'm your host, Mikey Shiraz, and this week's guest is a man I've known for quite a few years now, a man I've worked with with two Shiraz records. Uh, I've heard many of his records. He's been in bands, he still is in bands, he's a super producer, he's a super sound man, he is an ultrasound man, not in a hospital sort of way. No, Just that's, that's my brother. Actually. Yeah, Is he an ultrasound yeah, yeah. man? <laughs> oh my god. Well, here we go, people. This week's guest is Mr. Andy Hawkins. Good evening. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> Andy, good to have you here. It's, hey, been, mate. it's been a long time coming, we've it been has, trying to work yeah. this out, but we've got there. Indeed. Yeah. You are in Gigas and Ghost Towers. I certainly am yeah it's, is it um, is it what you expected the studio no it's
1: very different actually what did you imagine
0: well, well i don't
1: know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know whatever. i imagine the lights to be off so i got that right but, yeah you know. <laughs> well
0: season one we did in your in callum who's yeah. here in, oh, right. in, in his uh is which we call it your box computer room, computer room? yeah okay and, uh, and then we thought season two will up the budget and yeah, come take graduated callum, yeah. yeah to callum's outside bar okay oh right okay <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was oh, all. all, right, it was okay. all. I, I don't have ideas, I just...
1: You just turn up and talk a little bit. I time, just...
0: No, then. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, I know that one. The song's about dogs as well. Well, everybody likes a dog. Well, of course.
0: <laughs> so, Andy. Yeah. How are you, buddy? I'm very well, thank you. Good, good, good. So, I'm,
1: uh, I'm, I'm exhausted after my five-year-old's birthday party, but um, that's another story for
0: another time. Or is it a story for now? Did you have No, nah, like, it's not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nobody needs to know about me getting pelted with small footballs by five-year-olds <laughs> <never> <laughs>
0: well, yeah. did they have like like a spider-man or any of that sort of shit
1: um, no 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 it wasn't, it wasn't that sort of a thing it was it was a soft play thing and all these kids turned up and and, and it, as you'd expect um, <laughs> and uh, and all the adults look really knackered as you'd expect because yeah. uh, it was 10 in the morning because yeah. the idea was like oh let's get it done and out of the way because um, they will crash in the afternoon anyway because all, all these kids do and they just turn up, and of course, once once you've stuffed them full of cake and God knows what else, you know, they just go absolutely mental. Yeah. So I've, I've, I made the mistake of getting in this softball pit with them after they'd had the food. And I'm, <laughs> I'm imagining some pretty serious bruising.
0: Did you to get? Them. Did you get hyper and start punching?
1: Well, a couple of these kids is like, well, you've got a pretty good right arm haven't you there, mate. Yeah, <laughs> but check <laughs> mine out. <laughs> Boom. Well, no. That, that's that's abuse.
0: Is it, is it, if it's, if it's your, not I your can, well, kid and nobody's yeah, watching... Yeah, but with other
1: people's children, out. I can't be throwing things at them. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was, it, was, it was a good do, but I'm very tired.
0: Cool, cool. Well, and how we're going to do these things is mm. we're going to start with the, uh, as I like to call it, the boring shit. We're going okay. to talk, talk the music. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, who wants to know about that? Yeah,
0: but then we'll go through your past, okay. your present, your future, and then we're uh-huh. going to hit the uh, cool shit, the goals. Okay. So, Andy... Mm. Yes, Let's start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. How did one get into the world of music? Hmm.
1: Good question. Uh, well, uh, my parents are as musical as a ton of bricks, so I don't really know where it comes from. Mm-hmm. The only thing I will say is my dad had a discarded electric guitar, yeah, which he never played. It was just some cheap thing, you know. So, um, and my brother picked up on it first because he was a he played the violin, and, and all of a sudden he realised that playing Guns N' Roses riffs was better. So, uh, totally agree. The, yeah, well, exactly. And you've got to remember, this was this was 1987 when Appetite for Destruction came out. So mm-hmm. it was like, well, I had to endure him attempting to play Sweet Child of Mine for about <laughs> two months, and I was like, oh god, I'll just give it a go. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I can do this.
1: Totally no, no, I totally failed. I was complete crap. But you know, it, the the seed was sown, and like I remember, just I mean, actually, funnily enough, because I, I ended up really being a bass player. The first thing I really worked out how to play was. Uh, you remember that Beatles song, "Hello Goodbye"? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because the bassline on that is just one note going down the scale. Yeah. I figured it out and played with my thumb. And I thought, "Oh yeah, this is easy. I'm <laughs> in here." Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I guess it just went from there. But um, even before that, I was kind of playing drums and stuff. I just loved the drums. And um, a friend of mine, uh, who we ended up forming the band with, uh, he he was a really good pianist, so. Bizarrely, we ended up doing this piano and drums duo, playing things like the theme from Minder to the local Derby and Joan club and stuff like that. I Just, love the theme <laughs> know, from it's Minder. A great tune. yeah, yeah. And Hill Street Blues and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and um, the A-Team and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, cl- oh, well, the 80s had the best theme tunes. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Mike Post, man, you know, the guy's a legend.
0: Do, do, do you remember Manimal? No. It was Manimal. a dude, uh, he had a special power. It was like the same time as like, Airwolf Oh, okay. Heart. Yeah. But his power was every week he could turn into a different animal. Oh, okay. And on the site, you'd always see it one week he's going to turn into a panther. But that was animal. Manimal. Honestly, do you remember Auto Man? Yeah. Yeah. It, that sort of time. It was like this English oh, right. guy, good old conk on him. And yeah, just turned into an animal wow. and solved crimes. I've never
1: seen that show.
0: Oh, mate. It was great.
1: Oh, I know what I'm doing when I get home. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it, even like, he carried on like to the early 90s when it was oh like, yeah yeah not that show. that lasted a season what,
1: this is the mid 80s thing
0: yeah yeah completely really yeah wow okay. yeah yeah he turned into a he could turn into a snake and stuff okay. like that and he'd use like because like a kid's show or well just like that sort of thing yeah like the A-team okay. sort of thing it'd be all on right, like a all Saturday right. evening yeah you know, right. you'd watch it with your dad tea time stuff. yeah 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 proper right. Saturday night tea time Man, viewing oh, and
2: okay.
0: yeah, yeah after it, what just after World of Sport Oh, really? <laughs> but it's like, um, that sort of thing where... Well, um, oh, that's w-
1: probably why I've never seen it, because I'm not a sports guy.
0: Neither am I, but, yeah. you know, wrestling.
1: Oh, well, yeah, but that's... Yeah, I Proper sport. Yeah. I bet Elliot knows it then. Oh, yeah. it I've never him. asked him. Or Ben. Know, ben will know Sure. surely. But yeah. it's because
0: uh, just after um, American Wealth in London came out and that had a great change scene. Oh, okay. Well, so I I mean, the, that's, always...
1: that's early 80s. That, well, no, that but
0: I, that's how... because I. My parents let me watch 18s from a young age, right. which explains a Cause, lot. Because, I mean,
1: American Werewolf is like a cornerstone of like movies for me. Oh, yeah, one of the greatest like, films of all time. You no, know, I remember f- when I first saw it on TV, and uh, it was just like, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd read about that transformation uh, sequence, because I had this book about movie special effects, and there was this mm-hmm. interview with Rick Baker, and I was saying, oh, yeah, well... This is how we did this: was the pneumatic hand and the actor's hands real hands, is out of the shot, and all this kind of stuff. And they were talking about how this transformation scene took, I don't know, like nearly a week to film. Yeah, yeah. Stupid. And it's a triumph of of uh, of special effects. I mean, it well, looks that, a that, little dated now.
0: Well, that's the reason the Oscar got yeah. invented for special effects was because of. Oh that really? Saying, well, yeah. of course.
1: And and then um, Michael Jackson hired John Landau and Rick yeah. Baker to do the thriller video off the back of that,
0: which I I got for I think it was my I got it on VHS for a birthday and I I, I wore that tape out yeah and there was always one part which scared me where one of the zombies looks at the camera and opens his mouth and the black blood comes out yeah fucked me up <laughs> I mean it's what
1: it's it's like a twenty minute short film isn't it it's yeah not, yeah it's and then there's really an hour uh, making
0: of on the video yeah, afterwards yeah, yeah. Oh, it's um, fantastic though. But, but yeah, you, Manimal did that on a budget. Right, they just had like some latex with probably okay. somebody blowing a balloon, going "Oh my god!" Yeah. But when I was a kid, that was like amazing.
1: Well, the other one that used to freak me out, you know, the the scene where where the guy's face face melts off at the end of *Rays of the Lost Ark? Yeah. That was that was one of those early ones. And I found out how it was done. It was just this papier-mâché head and a heat gun sped up. Is it? Yeah, that's all it is. So the heat guns out of the shot. <laughs> Yeah, just and it, and it just melts and they just sped the film. up. You know? <laughs> it's like that's really like just basic in camera stuff, but you wouldn't you wouldn't consider it, would you? And, and because it's like it's only ever there for like I don't know what a couple of seconds or whatever. Yeah, you just think I know this is some kind of schlocky special effect, but it's frightening. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. but it's
0: like it's like uh, remember Poltergeist when, yeah, it, when this yeah. guy pulling his face off in of the mirror. Oh god, just, my Poltergeist two, parents.
1: Poltergeist two with the. With the worm in the tequila. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Oh God, I watched that, and I was like,
0: ooh. "The old guy in Port Guys too." Oh yeah, hours, um, singing that. Julian
1: ball. Beck, the actor. Yeah, because
0: yeah. he was really ill. Wasn't he, while he was.
1: Yeah, he was. It him. was the last thing he ever did, and he died well, soon after. Actually, yeah, it, I mean, there's a lot of sort of terrifying. macabre death that's associated with the cast of that film, because of course yeah. Heather O'Rourke, Rourke, the little girl. Yeah, uh, she, she died, uh, died at a very young age.
0: Yeah, well, when was would, when they would just about finished filming Poltergeist 3 when she died.
1: Yeah. And of course after the uh, after just after the first one, um the, the, the eldest daughter she, got the murdered actress, by a boyfriend. she was yeah, she was murdered. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just like Jesus Christ. Well, and
0: uh, they used real skeletons in the swimming pool scene at the end where the moms in the There room.
1: was definitely some stuff going on that the actors didn't know about either because they wanted genuine reactions. Yeah. Like um apparently the, the reaction on the chairs thing in the kitchen. Oh. Mm don't know how they did that but that was a reveal uh, to the actress and she turned around and saw it and like completely cacked it because of, like how the hell is that so that gasp is real
0: i think i know how they did it oh yeah ghosts uh, <laughs> <laughs> the highest, highest spielberg knows yeah everyone. just just trained one Toby Hooper yeah, and like yes yeah, the <laughs> ghost that follows the script yeah. well it's you might be right it was, it was. <laughs> But it was like that time like you were saying like the those sort of programs and those sort of theme tunes and just they're timeless it was yeah like, like uh, from that era of films like I love John Carpenter films yeah 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 and he does all the music and everything and mm. it's just amazing
1: I mean I was a I was a John Williams nut really I suppose oh yeah well, but I mean okay. you know you can't you can't not grow up in the era of the first set of Star Wars films and not be really yeah because also he'd like Superman. And stuff around Indiana around Jones, so, yeah. exactly. Yeah,
0: but it's like, uh, you know, um, the first song I ever wrote was when I was a tiny young boy, maybe the age of five or six, a mere stripling, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we were, I think, in Dunoon in Scotland. Oh, yeah, and we went to the cinema to see uh, Indiana Jones at a Temple Doom. Okay, and I was so excited, I wrote a song, and it stayed with me yeah. all my life that I know all the words still now. Uh-huh. And, Andy, do you mind if I sing it to you?
1: No, oh, you, you can.
0: He goes like, this, so "Is, is, it, is it worth it?"
2: <laughs> Backing me. <there. laughs> I wish. Well, I
0: need to write this. This could be on next album. He goes, it he goes like this: Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, do do do. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, do do Repeat." Till yeah, said. yeah. Okay. Like, I, I sang that all day. So you you
1: premeditated that sketch on um, what's that sitcom? Uh, the one about the scientists. I did. No, no, no. Big the, the yeah, Big Bang. They, they, did, they had a duo um, where uh, Raj and um, they did a Raj and I forget the guy. What is it? Thor and
2: Doctor
1: Jones. Thor and Doctor Jones. There you go. Oh uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have yeah. not seen that episode. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, it's pretty mad. <laughs> so they, <laughs> uh,
0: they right. so you are saying they ripped off my life. But sorry, uh, I, Yeah, <laughs> well, I would sue. <laughs> yeah, because I,
1: I think you've got a case. Yeah. 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 Well, sorry,
0: I went totally off tangent. Yeah. So, yeah, but so, you started, so, so yeah. you started playing the Amanda So, yeah, we playing <laughs> that down at Derby and Jones. Yeah.
1: Never got as far as playing Indiana Jones, but, you yeah. know, maybe we should have done. <laughs> maybe we would have got a few more gigs. But, anyway, so that was that. And then a few years later, uh, we, we, we kind of, uh, we, we diverged a bit because we went to different schools Yeah. Uh, at that point. Um, I went off to this, this other one and... Uh, but by pure coincidence, um, Richard, the gu- the guy in question, uh, his his dad taught at the school, and I and I ran into him one day, and I said, "Oh, how's Richard doing? I haven't seen him for a while." And he goes, "Oh, he's got this band together." As I, I said, really, all right. And He said, "Yeah, yeah, they need a bass player." I said, "Okay, <laughs>
2: that's what I do."
1: I said, yeah, I'll I'll come and give that a go. And <laughs> I and, and I went over there, and and I don't know, we must have been fourteen or something. Yeah, you know, we were pretty young. And they turned up and I said, okay, yeah, what are we doing then? Expecting them to like, say, oh, yeah, we'll do, we'll do some covers. I mean, it was, yeah, what, 92, something like that? So you're expecting them to wheel out the Pearl Jam or yeah, the Nirvana yeah. or something, you know. Um, and he goes, yeah, yeah, um, okay, so this is the first song and this is the corporate group. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, like, I've never heard He's written scene. all these songs. And one I'm th- like, "One of those? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you talented bastard. All right, okay, well, I'll, I'll play along on game. Yeah. So we played, so yeah, we just did it. It's like, oh god, he's just talented, isn't he? So, um, I'll uh, <laughs> I'll hang on to his coattails for a bit. So that's exactly what I did, and mm-hmm. uh, so we just carried on, really. Um, and then uh, at that point, the band was a little four piece, Um, because he formed it with his best mate at uh, a comprehensive uh school that he was at, and the drummer Chap Lee, he was at college actually, he was a bit older than us. Um, but it, somewhere along the line, uh, Paul, the other guitarist, um, he's just like, no. Uh, I'll, I'll knock it on the You know, he didn't want to carry on or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it was all completely fine. It was amicable and everything, but uh, he didn't want to carry on. So we decided do we get another guitarist? Do we do we be a trio? What are we going to do? And it's like, ah. it was like ah, a trio, come on. Yeah, yeah. You know, all my favorite bands are trios, you know, mm-hmm. Jimi Hendrix and. Stuff like that. Or, or essentially Power Triers. You know, The Who and things yeah, like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nirvana, Nirvana that Nirvana, was the big one. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, like in that sort of era, Green Day and stuff. Would sure, yeah. Coming through all three pieces. I mean, Nirvana
1: was the big one for me because I was yeah. exactly the right age for it. You know, when that yeah. record came out, I was I was 14 and it was just it just, it was just just was like, Jesus Christ, this is next level. I take it, never you know. mind, not Bleach. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Never mind, yeah. I mean, I discovered Bleach um after that. Um It was less my thing, but because uh, I, I, I'm one of those few people that doesn't subscribe to in utero is the best thing they ever did oh no it's never so, mind well i think so but yeah, you know, you know, i just bagging think sums. i just think the songs are incredible mm-hmm. i think butch fig did an amazing production job you know mm-hmm. that it was it's that record that made me think that's what i want to do i want to produce records i want to make records that sound as good as this yeah and i'm still trying but and you, one of these days i manage it
0: you did it with glorious well that's true <laughs> um
1: But I I realised ever since that he's never made another record that sounded like that. It's just this weird sort of symbiosis of like, they had an amazing studio, they had an amazing drummer, they had amazing songs. The band was just ready to be amazing. It was the exact right time. Big was just at that point where he, you know, Andy Wallace came in and did his thing. There's so so many stars aligning for that record. Um, But it's pushed so many people. Whether, whether they'll admit it or not mm-hmm. into into music, certainly of our generation, I think, mm-hmm. you know, whether they really realise that it all comes from that. Because that just blew it open. Nirvana blew it open for Green Day. I don't yeah. care what anyone said. Oh, yeah, said, 100%. You know, and, 100% agree. And, and really allowing the epitaph scene to be heard across the world. Yeah. You know, because until that point, it wasn't actually that big a scene. No, no. You no, know? like no one really knew about it over here. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, come 93, 94, everyone was like, "Oh yeah, well, you know, I'm I'm into I'm into bad religion now."
0: Well, yeah, yeah. I was the same. as was like uh, ninety four. All I listened to was "I Am Made Pride and Glory." Yeah, you know. And then uh, I remember hearing what was it, uh, MTV Europe hearing right? Basket Case. Yeah. Um, Self Esteem by Offspring, yeah. mm-hmm. and mm. I think it was a Linoleum. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they were yeah, all yeah, on MTV yeah, Europe yeah, and that, yeah. and that just changed everything. And well like uh, Black Hole Sun was on all the I d- time. I didn't
1: I didn't have MTV um hmm. for whatever reason because I lived in the Midlands probably. <laughs> um we didn't have we didn't have cable. But uh what I what we what we did have was tapes. Yeah, um, yeah. And everyone was chucking tapes around. I remember a, a friend of my brother, because my brother's four years older than me, he gave me a tape which had Motorhead on one side and Dead Kennedy's on the other. And I would have been around I would been around that age. It would have been like 13, 14. I remember it was a, the dead, first Dead Kennedy song I ever heard was Take This Job and Shove It, mm-hmm. which is that cover, I think, that they did. And of course, it's just mentally fast. Yeah, And, yeah. You know, and then um, Police Truck and stuff like that. Police Truck's a tune. And. Um, and, th- and then, you know, there was another tape with Ride the Lightning and Dr. Feelgood on the other side, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, but I I, I like Dr. Feelgood because it was kind of heavy and it was like, it's probably Motley Crue's best record, right? Mm. Um, And of course, the band Dr. Feelgood were incredible as well, which is just another <laughs> thing entirely,
2: you know,
0: but... Uh, just going off tangent, yeah. you know, uh, the band Dr. Feelgood? Yeah. At one point, I really got into Motley Crue and this oh, was yeah. like yeah, about mid to late 20s, uh-huh. where like long after their best. yeah. And, like, uh, I used to go out with my friend, uh, Kerry, and we used to, like, write six on his knuckles or, like, have a last name written on his knuckles because if we got too drunk, it wasn't us. It no. was Motley Crue. Okay. And I saw Dr. Feelgood <laughs> were playing at a from, the Frontier Club in Batley. Okay, yeah. And I was Bring. like, this is a Motley Crue tribute band. I'm going to go see. Yeah, that was. That
1: no. have been slightly disappointing. No. <laughs> not Motley Crue in the slightest. Nope. <laughs> Yeah, you know, hour and a half of turbocharged R&B, but, like, <laughs> absolutely not getting kickstart my heart. Exactly. No, no. Gutted.
0: But then I did go see uh, Motley Crew and they were spotted by Killing Joke. Oh, wow. Well. It went down
1: terribly. <laughs> well, yeah, I can't really... Who the fuck put that bill together? That's God only knows. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Killing Joke are amazing, but totally their own thing. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Like, maybe you could put them on with Bauhaus or something, yeah. <laughs> that's about it. How the hell that would go down with glam rock fans? I've no idea.
0: Yeah. I had Ben Carter on the podcast not long mm. ago, you know, from Evile. And when, oh, he, yeah. when he was in a, this grunge band called uh, Mary Jane, oh, yeah. he recorded with the drummer from Killing Joke in Czech Republic, in Prague. Okay. And he was just telling me all these insane stories of their Killing Joke's band practices where they'd all be just trying to kill each other. The whole room would be wrecked.
1: It was a pretty heavy scene from what I can make. Of. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It sounds weird. <laughs> I mean, I've
1: got a lot of time for Geordie as a guitar player, I think. It's, oh, no, it's it was Geordie who'd
0: record the album. Right, okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, well, it
0: was Dave Grohl who was doing drums on that album, and he kept on
1: going. Oh, on get, on, the, on the Killing Joke record. Yeah, 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 yeah. with Asteroid. Yes, yeah.
0: yes, yes. And so he just kept on coming over and just like going, drums are shit, go home. And he'd go home for a few weeks and come back and go, nah, to sit right, and go home for a bit. Hmm. Which doesn't sound like him because. Nicest dude in rockin' it. Well, growl, yes.
1: Yeah. Mm. Mind you, I, I mean, only probably was that around two thousand. Yeah,
0: 2001? well,
1: two thousand four, five. Oh, okay. So it was kind of in that sort of period after Taylor Hawkins had that OD and like. Yeah, yeah. You know, the the Sleep. Of the band was kind of in the, the, in the I was at that show. The, really? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was V two thousand one. Yeah. Or V two thousand one. One of
0: them. Were you playing um, on just. No, there? I was
1: working for a band and, and I watched I watched the food. Yeah. Um, and I remember thinking something was a bit off, but like it just seemed, it just seemed too rehearsed. Yeah, too, too like, yeah, we're doing this, and it was just like, I remember they were playing Up in Arms or something, and they were doing the slow version. He was just talking over it for ten minutes. It was like, what the fuck's going on here? You know, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, somebody just got some energy issues here or something, okay. and and then of course you know, then you heard the news the next day, and it was like, oh man, yeah, you yeah. Know, could sense, you could sense something. Well, something wasn't right. Yeah, but I couldn't tell you what it was. Mm-hmm. But it was the it was the overall vibe. It wasn't him. Yeah, necessarily. It wasn't. A, it wasn't just Taylor Hawkins.
2: Yeah, there was a sense in it the band where a, a could, sen- everyone certain, knows
0: something's not right. And.
1: Yeah, it's an ennui with it all. Yeah, you know. And then of course, you know, you, you hear that and yeah, you know, just bad, fucked bad up. Vibes, but, um, but yeah, Doctor Philgood.
0: Yeah, but uh, so um, <laughs> you yeah, came back yeah. So, yeah, you had this band. You wanted rambling, didn't yeah, yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, dude, it's what I'm all about. All <laughs> You're going to have to edit this time. Uh, no, nah, oh, never. No, we don't, we don't edit. Oh, we God. Uh, we, no, have. We, have. we have things <laughs> we have I mean, you got a big hard drive, mate. You've got to get all I this on. <laughs> but, uh, but, but so that band you had, which you, you joined at 14, was yeah. was that Midget?
1: Yeah, it became it,
0: yeah. Yeah, and uh,
1: it so, was. At that point, it was called Something Really Terrible, which I'm not going to tell you oh um, i need to know that. Uh, uh,
0: no you tell me off mic in a bit <laughs> no 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 no, no. I'll, I'll tell you later yeah yeah yeah, but yeah. um no no <laughs> you just told me you don't yeah me. yeah we don't uh, okay. it's, a, it's yeah. a trap yeah i'm
1: always listening it's part of the problem of the job um so yeah uh so we got to the end of school and um uh i was like oh, i'm gonna give this a go yeah because funnily enough i, I was gonna I was going to give university a go in Leeds. Mm. I was going to come up here anyway. Um, But uh, I decided that I'd take a year out and get a job and just give it a go and see if we can make it work. Yeah. So we all had various scrappy jobs. Um, And uh, in that year, we managed to to make a little demo and um, somebody liked it and became the manager and we got a deal and then that was that and I was like fucking hell it's, it's easy oh uh, and I've since realized no it isn't no it's, it's not, not extraordinarily <laughs> lucky yeah you know, extraordinarily lucky
0: because yeah you did you did a, a lot with midget I mean yeah you do like Fuji rock and everything well
1: yeah I mean that that was that was probably the the pinnacle that and the no. V festivals mm-hmm. um because it's really funny now, because I only live around the corner from Temple Newsom, which is where V2, V90, what did we do? V98. We did V98. And um, and I, and I, I we were out for a walk with the family, and we came around this corner, I was like, fucking hell, that's where the stage was. I recognised it, because I realised yeah. where they must have put the main stage, and then you came over the hill, and you come down to the bottom, and that's where they, they put the second stage, which is mm. where we played. Um, it was still quite a big do, because it was an open air stage, even the second stage. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um and uh, yeah, so it's it's kind of it's kind of nice, you know.
0: Because really. yeah, I remember uh, back around that time, I used to buy Kerrang! Mm. magazine and be reading through, and I'd always see uh, the midget adverts and stuff like yeah, that. that well, yeah, Kerrang! were
1: really big supporters actually, which we were quite surprised about because you we were on like, Warner, weren't you? Was it Warner? Well, sort of. Warner Japan, sort of. Uh, well, Warner. Warner's technically we were on a a subsidiary imprint in the uk which was owned by warners but it meant it got released internationally by warners yeah and um we we were talking to seymour stein actually about the american situation now he passed away recently Mm -hmm. i noticed i mean he was a huge figure you know was like instrumental with blondie and madonna and all these people yeah of course um a massive figure certainly in american uh, music industry um and so, yeah, one was put it out in Japan, and it just took off. And, like, we got this phone call saying, yeah, it's going really well. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, was it sold what – was what's it sold a couple of thousand or something? And they were like, yeah, oh, yeah. no, 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 it's done better, much better than that. You're going to have to go out there. And I was How like, many did what? you do? Well, it did over 100,000, which, like, totally What, just in Japan?
0: Oh? Yeah, which, which for an oh, international
1: yeah. act is quite unusual. Yeah, yeah. Um, domestic acts shift big numbers. Yeah, of course. You know, but we got out there, and we were like, oh, well um, – how's such and such doing over here? And they're like, oh, they don't do anything. And the, you know, we were just gobsmacked. These are big bands in the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, and they were they were saying we were like, okay, what 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 Green Screen do? He was like, oh, they're doing they, they do pretty good, you know. They, they and he named a figure. And it wasn't much higher. And I thought, I thought, oh, and I was like, what? This is mental. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you, yeah. You, you're talking about like, you know, three three kids from a tiny town in the Midlands. Mm-hmm. You know like really and I mean tiny you know it's like the, the equivalent would be Garforth or something like that right. you know that's <laughs> yeah, how yeah, small yeah, yeah. it is you know and and yeah. and it's kind of the relationship's not that, that different actually between say Garforth and Leeds you know in mm-hmm. terms of the size because um, we it was, wasn't was that far from a place called Peterborough which is a w- weird I know Peterborough um, very yeah well. exactly so yeah. You, you know, it's kind of like a middle sized city of course and then there's all these little towns sort of in the middle of nowhere around it you know we're just kids from the sticks you know we don't know what Doing, we? we just stumbled into this, and then, and then, two years later, here we are in front of all these people. <laughs> you know, it's mad. It's mad. I can see why it sends people bonkers. Yeah, you know, because it, if because if that carries on for a sort of prolonged period of time, you know, I, I think people do start to doubt what reality really is. Mm-hmm. So I'm really glad that it immediately all just disappeared and we were back to square one. You know, it was kind of good, really. I think <laughs> I think it's good to have a peek through the door. And then somebody says, "No, you can't have that." And close the door. Yeah, you know? of course. Yeah. Because it 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 can be real dangerous. you yeah, I mean, you've got to be super level headed. I mean, not uh, to disappear up your ass. I got stuff.
0: a massive ego problem back in two thousand one, two thousand two, because we had like a little, included success then. Right. Not a hundred thousand sold in Japan. I mean, we won Future Sound, and you know, we, that still matters though. Yeah, we played, We played like we were playing Leeds Fest and playing around the country yeah. to like. Huge crowds, yeah. like we sold out the cockpit main room, you know, and like yeah. it was right. like cocky as fuck. But well, I can't even imagine what it was like to like to go to somewhere like Japan, which is so far away, uh, knowing that you sold a hundred thousand records and play at a festival like that.
1: It's very strange. Mm-hmm. It's very strange because it's just so it's another world out there. I mean, look, it's, the same, it's the same planet, but it's another world. Yeah, you know, just their culture is so different. Yeah, and very welcomely different, actually. Quite mm-hmm. refreshing to go to a place like that, and um, you just encounter those sorts of people. Um, you know, and you know, Brits have a reputation for politeness, but like the Japanese have got it next level. Oh, of course, yeah. I've Seriously, got I've got friends
0: who've played out there, and they say mm-hmm. like, yeah, we're, they're in the hotel, and they go outside, and there'd be people waiting. for oh, them to, yeah, to yeah. get all the shit signed, yeah. and they'd play a gig, and gigs would only be at a weekend there mm. uh, but uh, there'd be a huge crowd there and as soon as the song finished they'd all applaud like yep. shit and then silence and yep. wait
1: and all the gigs are at six in the evening Yeah. no support man. you're done by half seven oh that's a dream they're always on like they're always <laughs> like on the fourth floor of mm. a skyscraper above a shopping centre or something right and you think you go in and you do the sound check and everything and you, and you think nobody can possibly be here and then oh. of course they all are and they're coming and, and it and that it, you what you've been told is absolutely right. Total silence between yeah. songs, really weird. You know, you do a song like
2: yeah, Done. proper
1: tumble is like, okay, uh, we don't really speak any Japanese, so we're going to tell you about this song in English, and that's probably not going to go very well. But, like, <laughs> but you know, so I, I think um, I think basically we sort of got away with um, you know a, a smattering of very poor Japanese speaking yeah, yeah. and international hand gestures. Yeah. And, and and a really, and a really awful cover of Rubber Bullets by 10cc. Excellent. Which, which I sang in an awful, an awful falsetto, which I've reliably been informed sounds like somebody stamping on a cat. So. Let's hear that. No, 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 no. no. I haven't done it in a long while and uh, yeah. I'm not doing it again.
0: <laughs> but like, yeah, when you were at, like, even over here, you were doing well. Like, yeah, there
1: was a point where it, would, it did do pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Because like um, people
2: at Idlewild, wild you support
0: them That's on right stuff.
1: yeah it was crazy that was you know yeah. um, because I, I obviously i was aware of who they were and mm-hmm. i was like we can't have them support us <laughs> you know it's like i mean they, they they'd only done captain at that point you yeah. know they they hadn't done 100 um, broken windows or anything like that um and at that point they were a proper punk band you mm-hmm. know they were fucking oh mate the first the first night they played um they were doing. Um, they were doing the end of their set, where it basically just like total musical collapse kind of thing. And I remember at that point, Bob was still the bass player, and they, they were just him and Rod Gilbert, the guitarist, were just on their knees clawing at their instruments. Excellent. And it was, <laughs> it, and, and Roddy had lost his shoes and all kinds of shit. <laughs> you know, and it was just like Jesus Christ, they really go for it. These guys, don't they? Mm-hmm. And then, um, and uh, you know, and so. That was good for us because that made us up our game. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know? Yeah. Um, but also, y- you you would see these bands and you and you knew, you knew it was going to be big. Mm-hmm. But they were just the nicest people. And I, and Always I, helps. I, well, it does. <laughs> it does help. But I, I thought to myself, are you enough of a knob to get to the top? Yeah. <laughs> um, and it turned out that you didn't need to be. So that was good. Yeah. So yeah. I was wrong there. You know? <laughs> Because uh, there
0: are many, many knobs in this world, hundreds, <laughs> especially in the music business, hundreds, and they're all at the top. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's very true. But oh, oh, well, actually, no, they're not all at the top. the re- The people right at the top are actually dead nice mm-hmm. and dead smart. And then there's this sort of like, there's the, the, there's the pretenders, aren't they? Not bad, obviously, mm-hmm. but uh, you know the, the the people that that sort of like surround the, the people with the talent. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, who are just taking their five percent here and their ten percent there and like telling you that they were responsible for the success of the record. It was like, it's got nothing to do with you, mate. Yeah, you, know, you didn't band, write one. The band song, made yeah. a good record with a producer and wrote some great songs. Yeah. All you did was, you know, book a pressing plant mm-hmm. in reality and put some adverts in a newspaper. Don't kid yourself. Yeah, yeah, of you course. Know, if this record was crap, you know, you wouldn't be saying anything. You know, <laughs> yeah. so um, yeah, I I ain't got time for the industry moocs.
0: Yeah, and, and that's which that's, there are many.
1: Yeah, tons of them, and I and I always used to think, oh God, you know, Albini's a bit anti-authoritarian, isn't he? Um, and then I just realised he was right. Yeah, you know, he's absolutely right. And and ever since then, I've just been like, yeah, I'll send you the record when we have finished it. Don't bother coming here. Mm-hmm. You know, no, you can't have rough mixes. The band are not finished. Yeah, you know, and and I'd rather work directly with bands than fiddle about with record companies. Occasionally it happens, but you know, um, not normally. When it does, the record company people that you encounter certainly within the punk yeah. scene are pretty cool, but they they tend to accept these things unseen. It's like this band's going to make a record, and we're just going to let them do what they do. And like that kind of acceptance of art is what's missing from mainstream music.
0: Oh, completely. yeah. There's too many like people coming in going, maybe you should put this here. on. Yeah, you you
1: definitely need a trombone on this. It's like, what the fuck are you talking
0: about? We're not Scar! Well,
1: even if it it wasn't, you know, like putting a brass section on is like, well, just do it because it's the right thing to do. Don't do it because you think you have to. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah, don't force it.
1: Because, you know, we definitely came under some pressure towards the back end of our time as a band. Like, oh, well, you need to do this because Linkin Park are big now. It's like, yeah, I don't know whether you don't know whether you heard the other records. Yeah, but uh, um, we're not really Lincoln Park, and I don't want to make new metal.
0: I would love to hear you rap though.
1: Uh, it wouldn't be good. <laughs> so, I don't know, but I, I give get me some, get me some text and a, and a, and a nice big fat beat, and I'll uh, I'll do a shit job for you. Sounds perfect. But yeah, great. Okay. But that's probably another podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's, uh, that's a whole other podcast.
0: When did the uh, you come to an end? So I guess it would
1: be. around 2000, 2001, I think we realised the yeah. game was up, because we just couldn't take it any further, we, we did a third record, which was kind of good um, but it was it was difficult because we didn't have the major deal anymore, mm-hmm. so we got an independent in the UK and we got an independent in Japan we put it out and, you know, it was okay, we got over to Japan, did a little tour, that yeah. was nice um, but it was fairly clear it wasn't going to go any further and it was like yeah we, we need to go back to the day jobs now yeah so I went back to the sound engineering which I'd never really gone away from I'd kept my hand in yeah
0: I was going to ask and, like have um, you always been doing the sound yeah and,
1: and Lee the drummer said look I, I've got this opportunity to go and train to be an air traffic controller in Southampton and we were like okay well if you're doing that then I think the game's up because we always said it was us three and that's it if somebody left we weren't going to replace them yeah um, chiefly because I think we knew that there were three characters in that band that were pretty irreplaceable plus the way that Richard and I kind of play our instruments is like you, you're not going to find someone else who does it exactly the same as that yeah. so, and Richard was a singer so it's like well if he doesn't want to do it then I mean it's game over if I don't want to do it I was writing much of the material mm-hmm. so with him um, and we had a pretty unique thing going on stylistically and Lee you know it was just he he. He was a good little drummer, you know, nothing flashy, but he was good. And, and uh, he'd been the one that had really pushed us over the edge to like do it in the first place. Yeah, he'd, yeah. he'd pushed that demo. He'd, he'd gone on the telephone and he bought a van and, like, you know, he worked in this terrible plastics factory doing shit hours making parts for taxi cabs just so yeah. we could get this van and go to London and do all those gigs and stuff to get the deal. It was like, well, I'm not going to Welch on that. Yeah, yeah. You know? I'm not that kind of person. Mm-hmm. I respect the fact that he put all that time and effort. Yeah, yeah. In. You
0: need that, there's always that, that one person who is like that, like yeah, like almost like the soul, the heartbeat. which just like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know,
1: he, he was the Lars Ulrich of midget, yeah, <laughs> but without the annoying whiny voice. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: And is uh, Richard, is he a teacher now? Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's a music Check my research, man. Yeah, yeah, very good. He's a music, <laughs> he's a music
1: teacher. He's done very well. He mm. went back to university, got himself a degree, and he did all that stuff. Sick. Yeah. I mean, he was always a very talented guy, so it didn't, it didn't surprise me yeah. for one minute that um, he's ended up where he is. I think he's head of some music department at a school or something. Mm. He does very well. does. And, and Lee is landing, landing all your transatlantic flights uh, from his... Base of operations near Bournemouth Airport, which apparently controls everything until Heathrow Airport get hold of it. Oh, no way. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Um, what a good do, do stopping, I mean, us, uh, stopping us flying ex- exactly, the Exactly, yeah. Um, so, air safety, um, the yeah. future of British music, and um, small-time punk rock producer in Leeds. Bang it. That's how we have You up.
0: say small-time, man, but well, you, you've worked with some... Goddamn amazing bands. Small, small smallish. <laughs> well, somewhat... I've
1: done a lot of live sound. That that was one of the things I yeah. sort of turned my hand to when I when I finished the band and that was where the damn thing came up. But Yeah, did the, you play with the damn? Well there's, as well as there's a, yeah, a bit, yeah. There was, there was some coincidences there. Just another one of those cases of stars lining. So um you will remember perhaps a band called Janice Stark.
0: Mm hmm. Well, uh, yeah. Just at reform not long ago. That's right. She's so, but Yep, Giz. Man can talk.
1: Yep, uh, Giz is a very, very old friend. Yep. Um, and, um, you know. Uh, started, what
0: was it? English Dogs? Giz, yeah, well, um, Eng, 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 the, the
1: last version of English Dogs ended up, be, what is was what became John Stark. Yeah. Now, in the interim period, Giz got the Prodigy gig. This was yep. around 96, 95, 96. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, you know, did, got a lot of exposure out of that. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously there was a lot more more high profile interest in what he was doing. So all of a sudden, you know, Janice Stark, you know, had a budget and uh, you know, they made a record great adventure to go and I did all the demos for them. But we had this little studio uh, up in uh, up near Peterborough and um, I was doing the odd session and you know, hustling things in there. Yeah. So. And but I just thought it, this was a really good opportunity to work with people who've been doing it for years. Great you know, some of the best musicians uh, certainly, from any kind of local circuit mm-hmm. uh, and I knew the record was going to be produced by Terry Thomas, you know, who'd done um, three colors red yeah it was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, you get involved with this some way, shape, or form, because this is an opportunity to learn and i um, i I'd, I'd, was very fortunate that when we were doing recording all the midget stuff, we had some really great producers with Dave Erringer, for example, mm-hmm. who um, in my view probably I'm still ripping off all his best moves. You know? <laughs> he's just, well, he's a great engineer. He really knew about how to get the best out of somebody in the studio. He knew when to be serious. He knew when to mess around. The engineering was just amazing. It just, and it just sort of happened. Yep. You didn't have to worry about it. You just took it as a, as a foregone conclusion that you would plug in and it was going to sound good within 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So there's a Like lot you th- do. Th- there's a, well, I, <laughs> thanks. I mean, I, 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 I just try and, have a bit of that, you know. I mean, I yeah, I'm, I'm probably a bit more serious than Dave, but because I, I, I just am anyway, but like, mm-hmm. but he was a great joker, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, although he did get he did get surprised by somebody put a bogey on a fader and he was really appalled by it, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, was it Dick and Dom? <laughs> I know, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I don't know when, when was when was Dick and Dom in a bungalow on. When was Bogey's going on?
0: Oh, man. 2002. Is that how long ago yeah. it was? Oh, dude, yeah. it's Man, like,
1: that's crazy.
0: I, um, I've been working with, uh, you know, Wally from, uh, used to be in Catalyst with Chris Catalyst oh, back, right. in, back in like 2001. And me yeah. and him were talking the other day because he, he runs some tattoo shops now. Okay. And we were talking about uh, when we went to Berlin to watch Faith No More. Oh, All yeah. right. He's like, you oh, know, what was that like five years ago? I was like, 14 years ago. What? That's when that happened. It's like and what is going on with time? Yeah. It's disgusting.
1: It's 2002. 2002. Holy shit. It's, it's, it's crazy. I've just got I've just got into that 70s show. And <laughs> I didn't realize I didn't realize that came off the air in 2006. Yeah. Yeah. And I, found, I found some pictures of the cast and I realized they're all my age. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, or older. Yeah. I, cause
1: I I must have seen it out of the corner of my eye when I was younger. I think I just got Sky and you know mm-hmm. was feeling, feeling you know very upwardly mobile. Yeah, you know. <laughs> feeling flush. Uh, yeah, I've, got, I've got Sky now. Yeah. <laughs> I can have seven crap movie channels. Yes, um, the dream. But I think it was always on, and I remember like clocking it because it was like, what the fuck is Clarence Bodica doing in a sitcom? It is Clarence you know, Bodica red. No, it is. Yeah, it yeah, is. yeah, But yeah. I mean, you know that, guy bit, should, that guy's that just leave. That guy. <laughs> is, <laughs> I was in Can you fly, can Bobby? You yeah, yeah, yeah. because yes. <laughs> so, um, that was another movie. Uh, that was like an absolute cornerstone of, of, of the early teenage years. Yeah, I adored that film. I yeah.
0: when I had my tonsils out and I was like eight years old, my mum got it at me on VHS or whatever. Yeah. And I watched it every goddamn
1: day. Well, you know, but but he's such an amazing actor, Kurt yeah. Smith. You know, because like, yeah. when, I, when I saw him in Dead Poets Society, because he played... Uh, the father of um that protagonist yeah yeah yeah, of course yeah yeah it was like you can sort of see that that's the serious version of red foreman yeah yeah completely you know the character isn't that different it's like it's that sort of middle america conservative um war veteran father who's terribly hard on his own son because he wants him to not be a failure and he wants him to like you know, be everything that he didn't manage to do, kind of, I suppose. Yeah. Trying to like vicariously living out through your kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and
2: panic as well, isn't it? well, yeah, and it, it, it's,
1: it, it's really dangerous that uh, as an attitude as a parent, I think. I mean, not, not that you want to be give kids loads of latitude, but, you know, trying to mould them into everything that you wished you were is kind of, a, well, that's dumb because they're not you.
0: Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you fucked it yourself, don't Well, <laughs> don't <project. laughs>
2: they're
1: going to take a different road and you have to accept that mm. and you've got to help them and you need to say, yeah, cool. If you're going down that road, that's great, but just watch out for this. Yeah, yeah. That's all you got to do.
0: Yeah, it's like I'm looking like my mother. She's like always supporting everything I do. Mm. Uh, my dad, not so much, but <laughs> mm. <laughs> but, uh, but my mum, yeah, so she's, she had it just exactly right. Mm she was not a red foreman she was not well th- yeah my own
1: folks were kind of confused I think they, they they probably thought oh this isn't this isn't very safe is it yeah <laughs> like, well no it isn't but you know if I want to do it this badly I'll make a I'll make a yeah yeah a job of it you know um, my mum never lived to see it unfortunately but uh, you know that was just one of those things but um you know um Maybe maybe she's still around. We'll get to that. We will get to um, that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, so Janice Stark, yeah, so... Um, I forgot, what was the point? The uh, how you got into production? the, oh, the recording, uh, yeah, yeah just, so... Uh, um, and everything? Yeah, so... Oh, yes. Yeah, so what happened was um, Janice Stark did that record and Pinch, who was the drummer, uh, I think he just kind of he'd had enough of it. He wanted to do other things. Mm-hmm. Um, he probably felt it had strayed quite a long way from the original sort of intent of what the English Dogs was, which was essentially a hardcore punk band. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, they're kind of like that sort of second wave D-beat stuff. But, yeah. but they, they moved into metal and all sorts of things. I mean, Pinch was one of those guys he's just an incredible drummer. Very versatile. Very musical. I mean, you know, he wrote a lot of music as well. You know, he's not just some, some guy just banging the skins at the back of the stage, you know. Um, but he got the job with, um, first of all, there was a guy called Spike Smith who got the job Strong with. Strong name. Uh, well, he's he actually he showed up, oddly enough, playing for Wonk Unit. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> They've
0: had a lot of members. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But, but, you know, so he's done a lot of session stuff. Uh, great, another great drummer, Welsh yeah. guy. Um, but he lived in Peavey, and now he had the damned job, and then he got offered Morrissey, mm-hmm. so he left the damned and joined Morrissey, and, and, and he <laughs> said, "Well, you know, yeah, it's, it's a living." Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure I could deal with it, but um, no, no, no. Yeah, you know, I, I imagine he just, you know, kept burgers in the snare drum or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be a
0: guest, it? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Morrissey? Yeah. That, that's a whole different podcast. That's a different sort of guy.
1: That's uh, that's madness you know, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, daft racist podcast that's yeah. it yeah. um weird nationalist podcast um uh yeah so uh, where was I? um so yes yeah, so pinch got the job and he promptly went out and did a tour of the states with him and i saw him when he got back and he said oh i said how's it going he said oh yeah it's great you know telling me all these stories and i was like damn you know it's like Doing all these cool theatres out in California and everything. Yeah, and yeah, of course. And everything, and I'm like, oh, this is wicked, man. I'm, I'm so pleased for you, but I'm dead jealous. As yeah, yeah. <laughs> How do I get in on this? Um, and I said, and I casually said, Oh, well, you know, I'm not doing anything anymore, so if there's any roadie opportunities or anything like that, let me know. And then like nothing happened for a Christmas past, and then he rang me and he said, Right, what are you doing in February? I said, not a lot, you know. Um, and he goes, Right okay uh, we want you to come be the guitar tech for the damn I'm like are you kidding and he said well it's only 50 quid a day you know I was like yeah I'll do it yeah yeah, yeah of right. course I'd be an idiot if I didn't so our first gig was the garage in London yep. we drove down there um, and uh, yeah I just all the gear showed up the band was nowhere to be seen I thought well I'll just get on with this it, I mean it was fuck all really it was like a Ampeg peg bass amp and a Marshall stack mm-hmm. so I set that up and then this old guy sort of shuffles onto the stage and I'm thinking oh Who's this? You know, and he sort of goes, "Oh, oh hello, hello." I was like, "Oh, hello, mate." He said, "And uh, yeah, so, oh, are you the new guitar tech?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, I am." Yeah, the band aren't here yet. And he goes, "Right, right, right," and he, and he it off and like the d- is laughing in the background. He said, "You do realise that's Captain Sensible, don't you?" Said,
0: well. <laughs> Didn't have his hat on. No,
1: no, no. He just looked like an old guy with like with like a big this necklace on, and I was like, "Who's that? You know, somebody's dad." <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, and then of course. You know so, uh, the band did not sound check because Vanian never turned up, because oh, so he's a vampire. So, well, exactly, so he never turned up. So the band occasionally did a jam for the front of house guy, yeah. Um, and but Patricia that was that Patricia Morrison was on bass and she was obviously married to Vanian, so she never turned up either. So it was right. kind of like keyboards, guitar, and drums <laughs> just doing <laughs> some <laughs> kind of psychedelic jam, uh, and um. And I was like, oh Christ, what's this gonna be like? Is this just gonna be absolutely has been ish or what? <laughs> you know. Um and uh they they walked on and of course Captain was like, Oh yeah, now now I see who it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know? it's I like know it's you need the berry and the <laughs> yeah, shades yeah, and the yeah. stripey shirt and all that shit. Uh and they opened with new roads, and the place went fucking berserk. And mm-hmm. I was like, Okay, yeah, all right, this is a real gig. Yeah. You know, this is proper. Mm-hmm. You know. Um and I never realised Until that day, just how good a guitarist he was. I mean, the guy's seriously good. Yeah. You know, seriously inventive as well. He said his only instruction to me was, "I've got to have a beer, an empty beer can on top of the amp." I said, "Okay, right." um And he used it as a slide. And And he used it to make all this this psychedelic space noises. Like he had like three sounds on the thing. He had rhythm. Lead and this sort of thing with loads of delays, and he just used to do all this stuff with his beer can, and everything. he's like, "Fucking yeah, fair enough. That's a, that's a real good lesson in economy." Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Um, so so that was great. And then as we went on through the tour, um, they they heard me testing the bass, and they were like, "Oh, why don't you just jam with us for the sound I was Like right yeah Yeah. Well, why not Ooh, you remember. know I mean, it mostly consisted of playing e for 20 minutes but uh no it was fine and, uh, and then we were, and then um patricia's mum got ill yeah and of course her her mother lived back in california uh and um she said look i'm gonna have to go back um <laughs> uh because because my mum's too too well and, and we were like okay we're just going to cancel the shows then mm-hmm. um uh, and so I thought, oh, well, that's the end of that then. And uh, and then hold on one
0: second. Can we just hold for one second? I'm about to wee myself. Go on. I can see you. can see you. Just uh, if you just pause. <laughs> I just feel like you can either
2: pause or I can just. You can, you, I, 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 you can pretend that I'm Mikey if you like. All right. So, um, <laughs> hey, what's up, Mr. Shiraz?
0: <laughs> so, what you were saying about, um, about the. You were saying you were almost having to cancel a show
1: yeah so the, the, we thought they were going to cancel it and then um and then i got this phone call it's like you know these songs don't you It's like well i could probably model my way through them why he right. Goes, right. goes yeah we want you to come and do the gig it's like oh, oh okay uh and it was uh, norwich i think was it norwich someone it was someone that was a couple of hours drive because mm. i remember driving to the gig and pinch had a, a recording of another gig on a cassette player, w- w- in on which the bass was completely inaudible. Uh, saying, "Yeah, yeah," and I was like, "Oh, spool that back. Let me have another listen to that." Yeah. You know, I mean, just trying to get something out of it. I didn't wear rough, the tape out for a bit. Yeah, we're 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 yeah, to yeah hear, exactly. I need to hear that. I had a rough idea of what she played, but I was always on the other side of the stage, so I wasn't totally sure. But, um, but yeah, I came and did the gig, and I, re- and I remember, I remember that Captain showed up, and he goes. Oh, you're not. You're not going to wear that, are you, Andy? You know, it was like you know, I had some really like random shirt on. Goes, yeah. Uh, oh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I haven't got anything else. And he, and, he, and I remember, like, he showed up with, he, he brought out this weird. Leather henchman top, and he made me oh. wear it. And I was fucking sweating my ass off. And I was like, and I'm pretty sure, I'm Mikey's pretty sure back. he just put me into, uh, into this thing to like, make me look seamless. like a complete clot. But you know. Um, Uh, yes, I did the gig, and and then a couple more came up, and I did those, and and then I ended up tour managing them for a while, which didn't go very well because I was a bit (laughs) young and didn't know what I was doing. Uh, and then I said, and then I became the sound guy because they never had a regular sound guy, and I was like, this is a crazy situation, Mm -hmm. that's my main gig anyway, can't I just do that? I kind of talked them into it, yeah, um, and then, um. And then yeah, the next the next big thing on the agenda was um they made a new record, which was Grave Disorder. Um, and then we spent most of two thousand and one touring that and we went to America. Um, literally just after 9/11. Holy nine eleven. Nine eleven nine eleven happened. Yeah. And 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 I and I was like, Oh, well, that's that then. We're not going. Mm-hmm. Um and it was all up in the air for a couple of weeks. And then I got this phone call saying, yeah, we're on. Get to Heathrow on Thursday or something. Because we'd done the visas and everything. Yeah, yeah. And I think they thought, well, we've spent the money. Like, a lot of bands are not going out. We should go out and try and take people's minds off this stuff. Oh, damn right. Yeah, of course. The New York show was intense. We played Irving Plaza. Yeah. I've never known that much intensity of emotion in a How long after 9-11? I don't know. Uh, five weeks or something. Ground, ground zero, you couldn't go down there. It was still just a cloud of dust. Yeah. You know, because we thought, you know, can, can we go down and see what's happening? He's like, just don't bother. Yeah. You know, the, what they said was, we're going to drive into New York, pull up at the front of the gig, you're going to unload, we'll come and get you at the end of the gig. That's it. You know, don't bother hanging around.
0: But I guess for the people in New York at the time, it was like something to take their mind off. And yeah, get well, to I
1: remember like a, a bunch of the Fire Brigade. Um, ended up on stage at the end of the show, just like talking to friends and the audience down the mics and stuff. And I was like, and I turned to the house guy, I said, "What do you want me to do here?" He said, "Just leave it open. They need this." Of course. And I yeah, said, yeah, "Yeah, I get it. I get it. You know, totally get this." Um, uh, yeah, it was it was a it was a tough show, but for all the right reasons.
0: And you'd been pretty young. Yeah, yeah, like I was 24? what twenty four, something like that.
1: Yeah, you know, and, and trying to comprehend just like the scale of what had happened yeah there you know um with, I mean as a Brit you know you you don't you don't really understand just what a massive poke to the jugular of America that was right, never yeah. mind the international terrorism aspect which is obviously horrific yeah it's absolutely horrific and and just just unforgivable really. Mm-hmm. um you know, but you sort of you, you do sort of get the feeling that by being there, you know, and and helping to be part of the show, you're somehow saying, "Yeah, we're, we're with you." Yeah, yeah, we're not you know? we're
0: not scared to to come. Well, I'm we're, we're, yeah, I'm not
1: scared of that. I'm not scared of that. And also, it's like people need support. People yeah. need people. Yeah. As Depeche Mode to said. To, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I love them. Yeah,
0: yeah and like no, there is. Is people aren't just going to stand on the sidelines. They're going to come in and be there. And
1: well, you can be a spectator if you like, mm-hmm. but it's a bit of a waste of a life.
0: Yeah, completely, hundred
1: percent. You know, much better to do something, which I, which I guess is like why I've just always had respect for like musicians of any level, because it's like people. I think a lot of people don't necessarily realise what it takes to put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it certainly takes quite a lot out of me. Mm-hmm. Even like just playing a covers gig in a pub these days, which is all I do with my time, it still requires a certain amount of nervous energy, preparation. It's like I don't want to let people down.
2: Mm-hmm. They
1: probably clap any old shit, but I'm not made that way. I want to do a good job. That's it. Yeah, you know? I don't believe that I deserve the applause unless I earn it.
0: Yeah, I, I've always, I've always believed that if I don't feel nervous before I go on stage, then that means I don't care. I mean, yeah. Why the fuck am I doing Yeah, it? you can't become blase with this stuff. <laughs> no. well, I remember
1: that gig I did with you, look, guys, um, down at Night Train.
0: Yeah, that was great fun. Yeah, it was. I was shitting it. <laughs> but I remember that night, um, I was like, we were, our question was like, what do you think it's going to be like on stage? Because uh, yeah. so we'd, we'd done no practices together. We hadn't done a sound check together. You yeah, yeah. I, I, all like I do, yeah. All I, I could do. All
1: I could do. Well, yeah, but, you know, that's. That's nervous energy as much as anything. Mm-hmm. But also, it's like, what do, you, what do you want? Do you want a guy that stands still? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's a fucking punk rock band, isn't it? Exactly. You know, to, uh,
0: play with a band with a guy out of fucking mud. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: You know, I mean, Campbell is a legend.
0: I liked how all his crew knew exactly who you were. Because I, I remember saying before, I'm going, I've oh, got somebody else playing bass, a guy called Andy Hawkins, and the guitar... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Soldier, yeah, yeah. And he was like, "Andy Hawkins, are yeah. you joking? I know him."
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, soldiers, um, he, he, um, I, I kind of got to know him through Chris Catalyst actually, because um, we needed a guitar tech for the Pigeon Detectives because I worked for them for a long time. Yeah. As well. And he came in. I mean, you know, soldiers, big time guy. You know, he's worked with all sorts of things. He was doing pulp at the time. Yeah. Um, and this was just something that fitted easily in his schedule. No, he's he's a heavyweight guitar tech guy, you know. Um, but he's Super also... Nice ju- oh, yeah, yeah. Super like, nice dude. Legend. You know, absolute legend. Mm-hmm. And it was really nice to see him. And I say like, right, I'm not going to cause you any problems. I'm going to use this little lamp here, <laughs> and, it will, and it will disappear out of your life the instant I've finished. Don't worry. Because I know that, you know, those guys do not want you to get in the way.
0: Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, uh, we're... Like with us, we're very professional. Like getting on stage, yeah, getting off stage on time, making exactly. sure we are stri- stripped all our shit yeah. off. Don't instantly. fuck up the headliner. Yeah, we will never run yeah. over. Because, yeah, those people have paid to see that headliner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. their name on the ticket, not yours. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it says plus support. You know? Exactly. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, so there's a lot of nervous energy that's that's required, I think. and mm. um, I hope that never leaves me. I think if it does, it's probably time to stop.
0: Exactly, I, I'm totally in agreement there. On that. If yeah. you don't feel that nervous energy, then what are you doing it for?
1: Yeah, but, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I think a lot of people are very quick to criticize bands, and it's like you have no idea, no idea what it takes for somebody to go up on a stage, whether a musician or an actor or a public speaker or whatever. What it really takes to go out there and do something for the sake of entertainment mm-hmm. is a lot. You can sit in your armchair. And you can criticise as much as you like, but do you want to have a go? Yeah. It's no, like, you don't.
0: It's like, okay, we're not gonna, we're, we're not making maybe no money at all. But, you know, it's not a hobby. <laughs> it, no. it, it, it's something special.
1: Yeah. Oh, that was the one that always used to get me. People were saying, oh, you're so lucky to do this. It's like, luck has nothing to do with it. I mean, it does in a sense. Like, in like whether you get signed from being a total unknown as an outsider that is probably quite lucky. Yeah. I'll yeah. accept that. But at the same time, we worked for that. Yeah, we worked really hard. You, know? <laughs> you work, and bands work, you know, bands certainly on the DIY scene, they wear their balls off. Mm-hmm. And they're all holding down day jobs at the time, at the same time. And they're all like, they're all like, oh, could we make this record any quicker? It's like, well, we'll try. You know, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll do our best. You know, I mean, at this point, I'm pretty clear about how long things are going to take, but yeah. like, we'll do what we can. And, and we'll just, we'll just see. Uh what what happens. But um <coughs> so yeah, the the damned uh kind of uh just led on to other things like that. The guy who was as he would asked me to do some other stuff and um that led to some session work in America which was pretty cool. And that was a band mm-hmm. called the web brothers, who were the sons of Jimmy Webb the songwriter. Oh, cool, cool. And they were fucking awesome yeah, guys. Yeah. You know. Um they were a great band and um when they were making their third record with Dave Friedman, the guy who produced um, Soft Bulletin and um, various... uh, He did um, Mercury Rev and... um, I remember Mercury Rev, And he did... um, Oh, God, I can't remember the name of the band, that electronic, that that American electronic band. Um, Totally forgotten the name of them. (coughs) Uh, They were huge. They had that song which went dun 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 dun
2: dun, dun,
0: dun, dun, dun You know that one. Is it M- not MA? Is it not no, MA? No, 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 yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, like that. But yeah, yeah, I know you mean. Yeah, you know who I mean.
1: Yeah. I can't remember it, which is I'm going to kick myself when I figure out who it is. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he done all that, and um, that was pretty eye-opening because he has this studio called Tarbox Road, which is in upstate New York. Yeah. And they they flew me out there, and I will never forget it because I went out there on my on my visa, which was for something else. Um, but they said you know I talked to the manager and he said yeah you should come in on the visa because you're legit working and stuff even though you're getting paid in the UK it doesn't matter you're not here on holiday Yeah, and if they tumble to it you'll be out on a plane back you know and you know that's not what anybody wants we've got a specific window we've got to do this and you're coming out for this week I was like okay so but I didn't know where the studio was I didn't have the end address of where I was staying and of course that's that's the uh, that's the no no when you're entering. Yeah, space. yeah. You you don't know, know where it. you're going. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: So they so they stuck me in a tank and sweated me for a couple of hours, and they knew I had this connecting flight to Buffalo, and they were like, "Well, you don't know whether we're going to let you in yet."
0: Just good accident as
1: well. <laughs> I, he honestly sounded like that, and I, I was like, "Okay," um, I was just like, "Right, okay." Well, I I thought. They can't really turn me back. I've got a visa. Yeah. I'll yeah. just keep quiet. And so they did that classic thing. They just they just ran the clock down, you know, until they knew I'd have to run like fuck to get to the other side <laughs> of JFK <laughs> to get on this connecting flight and they go, All right, you can go. It's like Well thanks a fucking bunch, mate. Yeah. You know, for nothing. Thank <laughs> yeah. You did nothing in that you know. Um so yes. Uh I um so I went out there and that was a pretty cool week because um, Dave Friedman's obviously just like you know he's his own guy yeah, you know, yeah he yeah. just does things completely differently to anyone else <laughs> I've ever seen and just had a completely unique approach to sounds and just ideas and like just like I remember this, he had some crappy beatbox thing and he was like because he, he, he employs this guy who goes to car boot sales essentially or Whatever, whatever the equivalent is in America, yard sales. Yard, yard sales. And just buys crap, yeah, any old crap. Mm-hmm. And he came back with his beatbox. And so Dave, Dave gets his thing. And he goes, Oh, this looks like fun. Turns it on. This terrible comes out of it. And he goes, Oh, we can do something with that. And like hooks it up to some weird collection of, like, I guess it would be a compressor and a filter or something. Um, and like 10 minutes later it just sounded like this weird sucking noise from the womb and he goes yeah that'll work and he just, <laughs> just stuck it on this train." Yeah. he's like fucking hell yeah. <laughs> that's why you get paid the medium bucks <laughs>
0: and that's where the money's at the yes, medium bucks it, the medium yeah, it's all about the medium <laughs> price Look, who would you say is the coolest artist you've ever worked with
1: well Mr. Schreiber, obviously. well oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, well uh, Aside I from us, I don't know. There've been loads of really good ones. Yeah, um, and I don't like picking favourites um, Not because even now. a lot. Well, it's hard <laughs> because th- they're all great for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. I did a lot of records with a band called The Contrast that I'm very proud of. I don't mean anything over here, but they did they did quite well in the states. So that yeah. was pretty cool, and it was. And it was kind of 60s pop, you know, beat-influenced stuff. So it was a little bit off the beaten track. Um,
0: I don't know. Uh, know, One of my favourite records,
1: personally. Go on. uh, Hawkeyes. Oh, yeah.
0: What a fucking record. Which one? Ideas. It could be. It's just the one I used to DJ with all the time. And it was just absolutely immense. I miss that band.
1: Yeah. I mean... That, that band was um, some very, very talented people who didn't really belong on the same planet together, but because they didn't belong on the same planet together, they came worked, up with yeah. wacky stuff. Yeah, know?
2: yeah.
1: I mean, I remember when they started out in Leeds. Um,
0: should have been huge.
1: And it was, like, very Melvinsy at the time. Yeah. And Stick was the drummer and... Um, I remember that they, they did a gig at Joe's as Well and I was the sound guy there. And I remember it very clearly because I think Rob wore some kind of wrestling mask or something mm-hmm. and, um, and stick was set up sideways. You know, it was very Melvin's kind of thing. Um, it was pretty sludgy. Um, and I kind of lost touch with them for a couple of years. And then the next thing I knew, they'd done the first record, um, which came out on, on Brew. And I kind of reconnected with him because I was doing some stuff with pulled apart by horses, and Hawkeye's came out on mm-hmm. on tour with them, and I said, "Oh, you know, we should do something," you know, um, and they were like, "Oh, okay," you know, and it was all kind of like yeah, that sort of little dance around that people do, yeah, yeah. And then and then this Ginger record came in via via Chris Catalyst. Mm-hmm. Um, Ginger was doing his Mutations project. We yeah we go from uh, Exit International. Um, Oh, uh, you mean... Um,
0: He's oh moved to Australia in honour. What,
1: well, the drummer guy? Uh,
0: he was a singer in Exit International.
1: Oh, okay. Um, I think it might be different personnel. The, the, the guy... There was a drummer... Um, I've, I'm terribly bad with names. I've forgotten his name. Um, he was th- he was playing drums on it. And Jay, <laughs> said, Jay said well, the connection kind of was, was Chris, as yeah. it normally is. Uh, obviously, I've done some stuff with Eureka Machines. Mm-hmm. Um, Jace Edwards had produced the second Eureka's record and he'd come over um, to... We were at um, Cottage Road at the time. We hadn't moved to the name. Um, and we'd done the drums there and then they went and recorded the rest of it at Jace's place over in... Um, uh, uh, Tamworth. Yeah. And, um, but Jace was going to produce a record and, they'd, and I'd kind of done something for ginger like years before he had this thing called the singles club uh and there were two tracks that i'd mix because they needed somebody to mix it and they couldn't get anyone uh and i got this phone call by sort of various people that knew me and said would you come do this and i sort of to shat myself because like <laughs> it was like well first of all it was in albert production studios in london which causes acdc management thing Cool. Um, which was pretty <laughs> yeah, good. That's always fucking cool. That's a good start. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it was a need desk, which I hadn't used before. And I was a bit like, oh, Christ, I've no idea how the automation works on these things. But, you know, fuck it. I'll I'll do it. Yeah. Because I'm mad if I don't. Yeah. You know, if, if somebody if somebody opens the door and says, do you want to have a look in here? And you go, oh, I'm too scared to look yeah. in there. Let like, me we, get in. Well, you know, it's bad news for you. Mm-hmm. Bad news. So, like, yeah, I went down. Ginger came in and I had a bit of a chat with him. Uh and, you know, he would just come in, like, fairly late in the day and say, yeah, turn the vocals down, turn the guitars up, only give him one mix. You know, he, he just didn't want to give him any options. He just right, yeah, like, yeah. that's the mix. Um, and um, I remember he had some vocals that he had to re-record on something. So we set up a mic, and I just watched him doing it, and he really threw himself into it. And I was like, hmm, okay, yeah, fair enough. You know, and, you know so obviously I had a lot of time for the guy anyway, because, like, the Wild Hearts were like, just a huge influence mm-hmm. on everybody on, yeah, on British yeah. music in in the 90s. Just that, Fucking just that song, fusion right? of of heaviness mm. with great pop. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, Ginger really knows his pop. Yeah.
0: Man really knows his way it. around a melody.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And melodies that you haven't heard before either. Yeah. 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 But he'll always do something ridiculous like a two-minute guitar solo or some crazy metal riff in the middle of a, you know, a really catchy chorus or something, <laughs> because, but but that's because he likes the Cardiacs, yeah. You know, so it's just that left field thing, which I appreciate. I was more of an XTC fan than the Cardiacs fan, so but I, I like the left field thing. Mm. I get it, and of course, there is a bit of that in Chris's stuff as well. You know, oh yeah, one hundred percent, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, he was obviously he was good friends with Tim Smith, and um, mm. you know, the the, the, the Cardiacs thing, uh, it kind of you can follow that through the Hawkeyes as well, really. Yeah, you know, that that sort of like otherness, the, the the oddness. But but transposing it into a sort of a, a sort of rock stroke metal thing. Because mm-hmm. you know, like stick stick was all about the cardiacs and Rob just wanted everything to sound like Metallica and he was staying at my house at the time and like every morning I would hear why can't this be love coming out of his room? You know.
0: <laughs> what a great yeah, Um
1: and so we were, we were just like well, I mean why can't it be love?
0: Yeah. yeah. Why, why can't it be, can't it be, love? be love? We yeah. don't have
2: the uh, rights to
1: sing. There we do. <laughs> We've got the rights to sing that badly. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't recognizable. No, no, no. Be no, no. <laughs> and besides which, we didn't sing 12 notes. So unless they change the law after this Ed Sheeran case, we're all right.
0: Fuck yeah. Andy Hawk is in the house. He knows his shit. The TLC
1: case. Have you heard of. No, no, no! I'm talking about this Marvin Gaye case yeah, that's yeah. going on right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, he did to bring if up he time.
1: loses that. I mean, I've got no time for his music, but like, he should not be accused of plagiarism on this. Nah. No. Like, they're trying him. to sue over chords now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's wrong. That's well, not did, what the law Well, did Lord Metallica
0: said. try to uh, copyright a chord at one point? Did they? Yeah, years they ago. It? it was. It was around that last time. The oh, I'm right. Sure. I
1: mean, I don't know about yeah. that, but uh, yeah. I mean, either way. Um it's bad news for music if Sheeran loses that case. I hope it gets thrown out because yeah. this is this is surely gotta be people being greedy. I know oh, it is hundred percent. Um somebody owns twenty five percent of Marvin Gaye's estate. It's not it's not the relatives, but Definitely. it's yeah. this it's this corporate company that's um that's encourage the family to bring the case as far as I can I've been, just been doing a little bit of reading up yeah. about it and I don't like the look of it no nah, it does sound like I mean, the, the, I've the listened
0: to so two songs it's like going yeah. yeah I mean I played you that song earlier that the uh, yeah. the Mrs. Shiraz rip off of Biffy Clara I know and Marvin, we should that's what you can get sued for because that's a rip off I know the Marvin Gaye and Robin Thicke thing as well
1: yeah that, that was a thing, thing yeah line yeah.
0: but the, yeah yeah, yeah Shiro one does, well I mean the
1: TLC case <laughs> was like it pretty like it's pretty like close. It's pretty close. Well no the scrubs. the rhythm the rhythm of the, the vocal was very similar to no scrubs. Yeah. Um and I think I think when I first heard it I was like, Really?
0: Well surely hmm. you can have interpolation
2: as well. Yeah, you can.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you can. So I mean but I think what happened there was he settled on that and allowed them to become that allowed the writers to take mm-hmm. Some of the things, and I've been I've been on the wrong end of copyright law myself. Yeah, so we d- we do we had a live B side once that we put out which had like, like a bit of smoke on the water on. Right, we didn't clear it. The publishers got wind of it and just said we'll have all the money for that. Thanks. But smoke
2: on-, yeah, yeah, like smoke the- on the water was actually a, a inversion in <laughs> of Bach.
0: Well. If, well, if, if, we're, if, we're going to go for a lot of tangents here. If, if yeah. you want, if you, want, if you want to get into it, Marvin
1: Gaye's estate should be playing Beethoven's estate. You know, yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. goes yeah. on and on and on. Um, How far back do you want to go? I mean,
0: to be fair, there's going to be a of limitations on copyright. And, uh, well, yeah, what all, is it? All I can see is, is like—is
1: it, is it fifty years? I think it's or is it? Years, yeah.
0: yeah. But you know, I don't know if you remember Denver, the last dinosaur, but that guy invented rock and roll. oh yeah. The the pink dinosaur with his sunglasses lived in the magic egg. No, Denver, Denver the last dinosaur. That's where everyone knows Monita. So gigs <laughs> and girls you say. Anyway <laughs> yeah, back back at the podcast. Yeah. Uh, um, where do we where do we get to? Uh, well, uh, we've talked about things. What, what's the
1: best band I've ever worked Or what's the
0: Well we were talking. yeah, we talked about ginger yeah, we're about, yeah. so, about ginger.
1: So uh, yeah, so um, I don't know who the best one is because they're all good for different reasons, which I know is a non-answer. No, no, it's, um, it's fine. But it's the only one I can give because quite quite frankly, whatever I'm working on or I've just finished working on is likely to be the favourite thing I've done at that point yep. because it just represents what where my head is into. Mm-hmm. I go back to stuff I've done and quite often I'm quite pleasantly surprised. i like, oh, did I do that? You know. mm mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember coming up with that or like, I don't remember who came up with that or what, what, how it happened or whatever, you know. So it's nice to have some distance, you know, especially when you know what's under the bonnet.
0: Yeah. You know? I mean, you've just worked on the uh, new Random Hand album, which uh, I've not heard. Sounds fucking great, mate.
1: Sounds fucking great. That's, (laughs) that's the best thing they've ever done. Yes,
0: indeed. I mean, the best
1: thing they've ever done. Yeah. I should point that out. Um And and it's quite important to make that distinction because you would think a band that's been knocking around for twenty years, years, well, have now just stepped up another. Have they got any gas in the tank? Yes, they fucking do. Well, yeah, (laughs) they do, and and it's really nice to make a record with a band when they're in a bit of a better personal state. I think Mm. Um, because when we did hit reset, you know, there was there were some difficulties. I think they were kind of done with it a bit. Well, yeah, that was just that, Tilston, that was that uh, was just before the hiatus. Yeah, Joe, like? Joe 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 like his, his mum had just passed away. He, mm-hmm. he wasn't really in much of a position to be in the studio. Mm-hmm. I think I think he wanted to do it because he thought it might be cathartic and it would help, and it probably did. Um, and you know that guy's just like, just like he's all about music, music, music. You mm-hmm. know, and and of course he's probably the prime mover in behind the record happening. You know, he's mm-hmm. been a prime mover behind that band for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. all
0: around amazing amazing dude yeah yeah absolutely Which has been I said mean, many times this podcast actually many, well, many many well, many people.
1: May, may well it be said again yeah, because, yeah. you know the guy the guy is such a catalyst of a lot of a lot of things not only with his own band but also just generally on the scene he so, inspires
0: me a lot all you know, the time
1: it's it's important to to recognize that mm. because i don't think i mean you know i definitely don't give him any props
0: that's not like you. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Can I just point out if uh, listeners at home? Uh Andy once made me after singing a song show him the lyrics and then tell me it was the most ridiculous song you'd ever heard. Well it was.
1: <laughs> Didn't change anything, no. No, no. So that's why we made no, you put a wolf howl no, on no, the
0: start no, no, of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I've got Sean Ho coming up uh, soon. Oh have you? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We talked about I think he might be the next guest, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. we'll be talking about yeah your favorite. Uh, sure. Best band. Well,
1: I'll ask him about drum sessions after camping in the back of a van. That that goes down well. Ooh, um, I will. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> anyway, yeah. So, so yeah, this this new random hand record is it's just great to see a band that far into their career really coming up with their best stuff
0: pushing it and you yeah
1: know, robin's just in such a good place now mm-hmm. and and actually you know what well we he's th- like his
0: artistic vibes go out of his acting and everything and this comment he's just there's a lot, there's of, a lot of, of stuff
1: there's a lot of stuff going on there and there's a lot of stuff that i kind of really relate to in him as a person as well because i used to do a little bit of acting and stuff and me I, too at one point i was thinking about trying my hand at stand-up but i bottled it you know because mm-hmm. i didn't think oh, i was like yeah
0: it's began. scary, man. Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: I've got some friends who do do it. You know, mm-hmm. Mickey Kerr does it. And like, of, course, you know, yeah. and of course, He was he on can. Britain's Got Talent yeah, and then he got to yeah. the finals. And and that's right, yeah. And, and we did all the Leeds United songs together and stuff. Um, all that Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, and yeah. All the rest of it, you know. And they were good fun. And I, and I've got a lot, but I know how much he has to put into it. Yeah. You know, It's a mistake to think you can just walk up there and be funny. You've got to put mean, a lot of time into it.
0: Imagine what it feels like just when you bomb. Oh god! I mean, yeah. I know, I know. It's like when I'm with a band and you go down like shit. I mean, I laugh well, my tits off. But by sp- yourself, just open. I
1: spent a few years working at Leeds Festival doing the comedy tent, mm-hmm. um, and I've seen a few. I've seen a few comedians die on that stage. One of the big one was Rufus Hound. Yeah, died completely, and then went into overload uh, to try and get out of it. Yeah, try hard, and try hard. It did hard, not work. Out. Yeah, it did not work at all because he just. He kind of went into this crazy rant. I forget exactly what it was about, but we were all standing there going, "Jesus, let's get him off."
0: Yeah, he just you know, yeah, this yeah. has gone wrong. <laughs> yeah. And
1: like something, some stuff just totally went over everyone's heads. Like Emo Phillips, for example, a comedian that I think I remember fucking Emo hysterical. Phillips. God damn, that's going back. Hysterical. The crowd just didn't get it at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just didn't, I mean, he did one gag, and myself and the monitor guy were like. Kissing ourselves and the entire tent was silent. Yeah. Um, On the other hand, you know, Bill Bailey was incredible. Yeah. You know, just a a masterclass in how to do comedy on a festival stage. He
0: he headlined Somersphere. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. With all the fake Marshall stacks in the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He was doing the solo thing uh, when he played um, the Leeds tent. He did it Mm -hmm. twice, actually. Um, And, uh, yeah, I, i I made a point of saying hello and because and because we, we we had this problem where there was this fairground ride opposite the opposite the tent which had the the thriller laugh see see everything's <laughs> circular <laughs> yeah big right. yeah, price yeah. every fucking two minutes at yeah know, yeah hundred decibels and and it, and it came on and it totally threw him you know and i, and I was just i was just like I had to get on the radio and said, "Just get that fucking thing shut off," because there were like ten thousand people trying to get into this. Tent, yeah, this yeah, 3, yeah. three yeah. thousand people to see him. It was the proper Foo Fighters at Reading. Yeah, yeah. In '95, which I was at, I remember that you couldn't get anywhere near it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I could sort of vaguely hear them from, from and sort of vaguely see these shapes like bloody miles away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, but this this was the same sort of thing, and it's like no one's going to be able to hear this unless we, unless we shut that off. Yeah. So, yeah. so of course that went down really well with the, with the fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Welcome to I, the week scream. We wanna yeah, go so faster. We, yeah. <laughs> well they all have that they all have that really weird
0: accent, don't yeah, they? Yeah, it you know, like the, the Belgian accent.
1: For sure. Well <laughs> Welcome to the, the week, for sure. They're all taking your money off you and they're going, All right mate, right, yeah. well, that'll be three quid. Yeah. Here we and, go again. We, okay, scream if you wanna go faster, hang on. Here yeah. we go. Here we <laughs> go <guys. laughs> yeah. yeah. It's that weird accent that they do. It's very, very strange. It,
0: it drags you in if you've like dropped a couple of pills and you're at a festival. That's the, that's the voice that goes, "Screw me, want to go faster? I want to go there. That's where I'm going, mate." I'm,
1: yeah, and then, then they're like, "Yeah, another three quid." <laughs> um, and it's the same guy. Yeah, yeah. It's always the same guy. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. There, mu- there must be a school for it somewhere. There must be. Weird, isn't it? There might be a ghost. Yeah. It could be. Well, if well, it's the ghost train, definitely. Yeah.
0: Well, we're, we're going to be hitting that point very soon. Yes. So we, we talked about all this, and uh, yeah. before we go into Ghostland, mm. worst band you've ever worked with? <laughs> you've well,
1: I have, yes, uh, but I won't. Uh, say I, I professionally, I can't say that. Yeah, 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 but unprofessionally. Unprofessionally, I can't say that. No worries. We'll talk about. Do you know what? Height. Do you know what? There really haven't been. Okay, there was there was one. I've forgotten what they were called. Mine's
0: Doyle from the Misfits.
1: Oh, okay, <laughs> right. Um, but this band—they were just kids, really. Yeah. But <laughs> they they split up during the session. Oh, that's always a good <laughs> story. <laughs> they um the it was a sort of a metal band, and yeah. uh, they they were just kids. They couldn't really play metal, you know. I mean, it's like it was it was very much a case of uh, of ideas above their station. Yeah. you know, then they're, they're not going to be able to do this. Yeah, of course. Because <laughs> um, the the drummer's, you know, want to do all this double kick stuff, but you can't do it, kind of stuff. And and you could just see the guitarist getting really upset with this drummer who just couldn't cut it at all. And I said, I said, I tell you what, it's just trying to be nice and everything. I'll I'll go and get a cup of tea. You know, my default uh, routine for like, a, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna get out of here for a
0: minute. <laughs> Leave you guys to it. Yeah. See how it just, goes. Just have a chat about. <laughs>
1: just figure out if there's a simpler way we can do this or whatever. And I came back in. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and the drum seat was empty. I said, oh, is he, is he just gone for a cigarette or something? He said, no, he's left the band. <laughs> like, oh, We've still got his receipt. Can we uh, get the money back? <laughs> okay. Well, they haven't paid. Motherfuckers. Um, and I said, well, what do you want to do then? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, uh, have you got any drum machines? It's like, all right, okay. I was just programming it on the drum machine and we finished it, but it was just like, I mean, it never came out. And, I think and band that band out. are
0: now the Kaiser Chiefs. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> you can't say that. Those people are my friends.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, they're now in Embrace. Uh, <laughs> oh, <fuck laughs>
0: embrace i <I'll> tell you, man. <laughs> they're me, now I've got in got th- yeah, <laughs> I've got stories, man. I've got stories. Yeah. It's every <laughs> But well, yeah,
1: now they're all in the Sisters of Mercy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Double love, laugh, laugh. <laughs> yeah, so love. We've, we've got a good chat about music. Yeah. I can tell
1: you my Sisters of Mercy story.
0: Well, yeah, I want to yeah, hear it. Actually, it's yeah. not bad because that that, uh, that leads into girls. So okay, much.
1: just as I'd moved here, um, the the Cottage Road Studio, which I started working at when I when I first moved here, um, it was owned by Adam Pearson, who was in the Sisters of Mercy mm-hmm. at the time, and. Uh, sisters had a um a warm-up gig at joe's as well and it was at another one of those classic we need a guitar tech things and that, the chris catalyst had just joined the band yeah and um and so uh so i said all right yeah i'll do it yeah fine, i need the money frankly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I'll, I'll need that goth it. dollar yeah exactly you know i'm not sure i could sit through two hours of this corrosion but anyway i'll, I'll do it yeah so they've got this. Back of the, it's a laptop now. But back then they had these two massive racks of gear, which they called the Doc Doctor Avalanche or whatever. It was, yeah, yeah. Um, Which played all the backing tracks. It was run by this guy called Simon. He had this sort of highish voice. was like, <laughs> 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 and Yeah, kind of. Yeah, he, he, he didn't. Uh, anyway, sisters, we we set it all up, and I, I didn't really see Eldritch. Um, Eldritch. That was another one of those. Captain sensible moments. We're at the warehouse yeah, yeah. to get the gear. And this little guy shows up. And he goes, All right. Anybody want some speed? And I'm like, No, nah, you're all right. I'm thinking, Who the fuck's this? Guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's <Eldridge>. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: well, I guess you wouldn't uh, recognise him about all the smoke no, and no, of exactly, and, shit. You know,
1: and, I, and, I, and I hadn't... I'd never really... I'd never really clocked him on that <laughs> Um Anyway, so we, we'd lug all this gear down into as well which was was a real laugh
0: oh, yeah. <laughs> i mean i I, I, worked, I worked there from 98 till 2005 <laughs> right okay because okay. my brother. Was i mean that, road, gig,
1: that gig that gig happened like must have been
0: 2004
1: mm. something like that yeah i was, I
0: was probably there probably yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah um so anyway we, we set it all up and everything gig starts um we got about the dry ices Going fucking seven yeah. bells, you know? <laughs> absolutely, uh, you know, hell for leather on the mm. on the old dry ice and smoke, and it's getting it's getting quite bad. I can't even see the guitar rack to uh, hand hand the next guitar. On. <laughs> yeah. um, fucking guff,
0: I tell you. And, uh, and
1: Eldritch <laughs> said, you know, write this song's called whatever. Goffy Lucretia, my reflection. Goffy bats. Lucrece, <laughs> reflection, Goffy bats. Yeah, yeah Stay exactly, you know. exactly, you know, leather bells. I don't know. um <laughs> And nothing happens. <laughs> nothing happens. And, and all you can hear, <laughs> all you can hear from the back of the stage is, oh, all you can hear from the back, because it had this screen that was mounted, this computer thing, this, this rack, it had a screen that was mounted in the rack. Yeah. Uh, in, with this piece of plexiglass in front of it to protect it. <laughs> and all you can hear, I can't fucking see the screen. Because <laughs> the smoke had got behind the plexiglass, you see. It's, yeah, yeah, this is, this is, Trouble of love.
0: I can't see the fucking screen.
1: say. Yeah, like Gossy. it's like Orville. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: wish I could fly. I wish I could start the computer, Well <laughs> <laughs> I can't.
1: And then and then Eldridge got so hot because it was fucking boiling. He had to go and sit. He, he almost passed out. He had to go and sit on the steps for a minute.
0: Oh really? You know, those, those, mend- those it was mend- circus.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that baby. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> so behind the scenes at the Sisters of Mercy.
0: And that, those steps I was sick on many times. But Andy, we're going to move on. Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Are you fearful? So, Mr. Andy Hawkins, Mm. at this time in the podcast, this is where I like to ask a uh, a single question. Okay. Do you, Andrew Hawkins, believe in ghosts?
1: I don't know. That's not a good answer, is it?
0: No, no, it's, it's not the first time I've been I've been told that answer. It's like, uh, I'd say... I'll, I'll, ju- ge- I'll justify it. Yeah, I have I've, I've more guests said they don't know, which yeah. is, I mean, it's better than saying no. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't say no. Yeah.
1: Well, um, I can't say yes because science tells me no. Okay, yeah. But I can't say no because... I've had some experiences that aren't necessarily explained by straight science. Mm. And I've looked into it because I'm like, how much of this is like, you know, um, waking from REM sleep and sleep paralysis or, or um, the mind projecting things onto objects or something? I, there's a name for it, um, which I can't remember. Um, it will come back to me because I, I did look it up one time. Uh, um, I forget what it's called. Um, but there's a, there is a term for it, and and it's this business like you know when you see like faces in bricks and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. You know what I mean? Right? I do. Yeah. So it, there's there's that, but what that doesn't cover, you know, is I'm not I'm not necessarily talking about what I've seen. Yeah. right Um, but. I've been looking into, like, a little bit about how the brain works and stuff. And, like, it, sometimes it's working from the bottom up and sometimes it's working from the top down. And depending on your state of wakefulness and all this kind of stuff, that would have a different subjective effect. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not convinced because one one of them happened in broad daylight. Now, most of these stories, you know, these situations, they do happen in the dark or maybe you've been asleep or maybe you're not that awake you know but i was wide awake with one of these episodes and and funnily enough it was the same experience was corroborated by somebody else who saw something very similar so that's what makes me wonder yeah you know i can't i've never i've never been convinced by any of the spook hunting things i've seen on tv oh no that's all bullshit that's played up for the cameras you know?
0: Have you ever watched Nukes Top 5 on mm-hmm. uh, YouTube? Oh,
1: well, I've, if you're referring to like some of the stuff that's been caught on camera, it's like things yeah. like chairs rolling across the floor and shit mm-hmm. like that. I've seen some of these things. There's a couple of things where I'm like, well, I can't realistically see how that was pranked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If it was. Um, there, there was one involving... Um, it was something to do with a, a, a school at night. There was a, there was a corridor and... Um, and there is a chair that just moves, and it doesn't. It doesn't move in a. You've pulled that with a piece of string. Exactly. Of yeah. You see so, so we you to
0: just sort of go.
2: Pah-doo!
1: Yeah, you know, there could be there could be poltergeist type behavior. There could. I don't really. It's hard to explain. Well, really. it is.
0: I mean, there's a, like lots of different ideas. Like, um, uh, and a few guests have talked about, uh the fact that a, quite a lot of ghostly activity is, um, is said like about people going through a hormone change and that's what's happening. Could it be something like the chemicals, biology, mm. you know, whatever it is, mm. some sort of science that causes that and shit like that. But as you just said about you seeing things in the daytime. And well, you know, that's
1: the weird one. You know, well, because I mean, traditionally you don't associate that. Oh no, yeah. with, it's always with a ghost sighting. Yeah, it's what, always what's in the corner of room. It's yeah, dark. Yeah, you know and... what, what, what mental, what, what blanks is my mind filling in? You know. Yeah, yeah. So one of the stories that I, one of the experiences that I have, is kind of in that area, uh-huh. but it was a bit too real for it not to be, and I was definitely awake. So you see,
0: I, I, I talked about one on a. a I can't even remember which podcast it was, where I saw a woman walking through town once. Right. And uh, I got that that feeling uh-huh. of just yeah, yeah. something is not right. Mm. And mm. was that when I was with Ben? Yeah. yeah, and it just walked past me, just in the centre of town, how she looked. Like, I mean, it was... it's, I can't even explain how she looked, mm. but it was clear of day. I, I had not been drinking it was just it was just like you know a tuesday afternoon Mm. just simply walking past me in the street and i felt uh, my blood run pure cold and i could not stop staring at her i didn't feel anybody else was staring at that woman Mm. but she was definitely there and that was the middle of the day
1: yeah i mean i've i've had sort of of I, i would i would say experiences of a presence and that was also in daylight but yeah. it could I'm prepared to accept it could be supposition mm-hmm. because it was well there was a couple of occasions but they include they, they sort of feature family members um, who were either on their last legs or had died
2: mm-hmm. right
1: and so you don't know whether that's just your mind trying to like rationalize things and like tell you it's all right but i mean i'm i mean i'll, I'll kick off with this one because it, i mean it's just kind of personal um i don't really i was in two minds whether to talk about it but do you want um, to talk about it yeah yeah i guess so because cause it's it's relevant yeah. because i think i think if cuz if you want to talk about spiritual connections between people mm-hmm. i think it can be relevant because i think a lot of that feeds into this and it, and it could be a lot of these things can be caused by fear or or or, or an emotional upheaval or whatever um and and I rationalise it by thinking about, like, well, why is a ghost here at all, mm-hmm. right? Normally, because there's some pain involved mm-hmm. or there's something bad has happened and it's unfinished business and all this stuff. There's no such thing as a happy ghost, you know? The Do you reasons, not think? The, no, I don't think so. Well, no, not based on my experience. No, no, that's interesting, right? that's interesting. My, my, that's experience, so my experiences sort of indicate a certain amount of malevolence. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get to them. But when my mother was um dying, basically, this is uh, quite a while ago but um i was I was down sort of like commuting to the hospital because she lives nowhere near here and um and we knew that it was like it was end stage cancer you know it was, yeah. it, it's pretty heavy, a lot of pain mm-hmm. um and a culmination of like supporting five or six years worth of pain yeah um I went down there and i mean it's it's pretty unpleasant <coughs> to see an end stage cancer victim, yeah um you know it's 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 traumatic uh for the uh relatives it's hard you yeah. know you're seeing the shell of a person it, it's they, it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's you not but you have to rationalize it it's <clears> not who they were it's just what the cancer has done to them yeah um but it's 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 tough it's tough to see them like that mm-hmm. but um i remember very clearly um i just one one day i was like I came in, and um, and she'd kind of she'd she'd been in a coma for a couple of days, and it was kind of the point where the the breathing has become very laboured. It's sort of like the what they call the death rattle, I yeah. And I and I said to my old man, I said, look, I can't, I don't want to be around this anymore. I, I I can't help. It's distressing. I don't want to be anywhere near it. Yeah. And he said, I understand. It's fine. Go home. I said, just just call me. Um, and um. It was, uh, a, so I think that was a Tuesday. I drove home. It was a couple of hundred miles and uh, got back, went to bed. Next day, it was kind of just the same. Went to bed that night, um, woke up like this at four o'clock in the morning. And my wife was like, What's up? And I said, Oh, I just know she's gone. And then my phone rang.
0: Oh shit! Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, yeah. Weird. <clears throat> weird. You know. Now, <coughs> and, and and I don't say shit like that for effect because it's it, that's the wrong thing to do. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Well,
0: no, it's one of the reasons I wanted to get you as a guest because uh, I know you're a know a bullshit sort of man. You know.
1: Well, yeah. It, it, it's kind of. It's very very strange. Yeah. For that to be a thing. And, and to have had that experience and just just to know something that you shouldn't know mm-hmm. because this person is hundreds of miles away you know like she was in um, Essex right mm. and I was in Leeds okay how could I have known yeah I mean apart from the fact that I knew it was imminent right? mm-hmm. but you know I hadn't really felt anything but I just woke up and it was just like some, you know I, mean, I don't know um Let's let's say like you. Is it? It was a little bit like you know you you got drunk or something, and you you're not going to wake up unless somebody throws a bucket of water over you. Yeah. It's a bit like that. Yeah. That's you're in a deep deep sleep. Oh yeah yeah I was um, fucking boom, miles away, and then all of away. a sudden it was like I'm as awake as I am now. Yeah. And I and and I must have started in bed because I woke up the missus. and it's said what is it you know and I said she's gone you know and, mm-hmm. and then and then my phone which was kept on my bedside table and I said I said to my old man just call me. Yeah, you know, it just it just it just started to ring, and I was like, I don't want to answer that because I know what. Yeah, it you know is. exactly. But you know, was, yeah. so there you go. Um, maybe it's a coincidence. I don't know. No, because there's
0: so 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 many exact same stories, and like, um, really, that's so, inter- that's
1: interesting. So like, many. I've yeah, never like, I've never discussed that with anybody. Yeah. Ever.
0: Yeah. now I've heard so many stories, it's like uh, even not something as sad as like yeah. losing a family member but um I've had it before where uh, years ago uh, my mum phoned me and she's like, are you okay? I was like going and I, I just uh, mm. like the day before had a, a long relationship ended, and I not think. told anyone yeah, yeah, and she'd been yeah. trying to phone me for a day or two but mm. I hadn't answered, and mm. she phoned me that day, and she's like, "Are you okay?" Yeah. And straight away, I broke down. She's like, "I've just sensed something's not right since yesterday. Yeah, been yeah, trying to get a hold of yeah, you." Yeah. But yeah, even when it comes to like somebody uh, like deaths like that, I've heard it. Mm. Uh, it. Is and it's always with a close family member. Um, mm. Was it TJ we had on uh, when his his grandma passed, mm. and he was in bed, woke up, mm. and and felt that she oh, was. Really? And felt that she was in a room. And then oh, a okay. similar thing. I mean that's a slightly different thing. I yeah, didn't yeah. feel that. Yeah, but yeah, like... but, but then also but I got a call. Carl. Yeah, Carl got one, yeah. But yeah, it's like there's this weird connection when mm. you you're so entwined with some somebody on the all these levels.
1: Yeah, I wonder I, I wonder what it is, you know, like is it hmm, Well it's a rebel collection uh, connection, yeah. Well you, you'd you'd probably try and rationalise it then like that, but but, yeah. but that sort of stuff's never really been proved, mm-hmm. you know ESP all that sort of thing. It's like, but how how do you how do you
0: prove something? Well, that's that's a weird well, thing about this sort of thing. No, like, how well, the oddest it?
1: thing about this, you see, is if you were to talk about ESP in any in any kind of way, you would generally kind of factor it into like individuals in a similar area, right? Yeah. Okay, so you're in the same room or something like that. You know, it's like oh, I sense, you know. Or, mm-hmm. the, or your mediums and whatever. Um, this is just, this is just nothing to do with that. This is this is somebody dying hundreds of miles away. Yeah. How do you know? How can you know?
0: Exactly. How can you know? How would what, you know? What is it? There's got to be something on. on or is that. it just like? Is it just a supposition? No, no. Like I mean, it can't be just coincidence. there's, there's too many. Points. I mean, look into this. There's, there's so many times that you'll read about this sort of thing happening. Mm. So many stories about this sort of thing happening. They can't just be like some sort of coincidence. Mm. There has to be some weird sort of like, well, but, this sort of sixth sense, almost.
1: Particularly if this is, let's call it a phenomenon, because I, yeah. I would say that it is. If this is a phenomenon that you're saying that you've heard about before mm. and it's like repeated and stuff. Oh, and many, only, times, because, many times. Because because I have never ever read up about it. So I don't know whether it happens to anyone else. And I've never talked about it with anybody, mm-hmm. you know. Um, because, it, because it's like, you kind of feel a bit ridiculous. It, it, it's almost a bit like, oh, look at me. I, I, I no, could sense it or the, you whatever, see, you know. And you don't want to trade on that. I don't want no, to. No, no, anyway. no, no.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like, it's, it's a, lot, a lot of times it is like it when I'm talking to somebody like you who's not like an, an out-and-out believer who's like no. trying to go, yeah, I knew... I felt it, blah, blah, blah. It is, uh, a lot of times it is yeah. people who, you know, they want there's got to be some lot of logical explanation, yeah. well, but, then, I mean, but they can't explain what's happened, but something did and they just knew instantly. Mm. Like, like you just said yeah, Well, the there's flood. no
1: theatricality
0: about it. Exactly, five, yeah. I'm concerned. They're not trying to prove anything. They're not no. going, this happened and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's something that <clears throat> is sad, well, traumatic I, I, to them. I, well, I'm
1: more sceptical of that sort of stuff because it, it, it's like, well, you're just trying to make it about you.
0: And it's, yeah, yeah, and I'm sure there are people out there who are like that. Well, maybe, but, but maybe
1: they're genuinely <clears> spiritual. <throat> I don't know. I'm not a religious person, mm. so consequently, you know, the spirituality of of people who are religious is something that eludes me. You know, but maybe I'm not meant to know about it. No. You know, again, again, I remained skeptical about that.
0: Yeah, it's like I'm not a religious person, but. And people are always there going, but you believe in the ghost and the spirit world going, yes. Well, that's got nothing to yeah, do exactly. with religion. Yeah, I exactly. Don't, I don't believe in religion. I, I believe that energy is never-ending. Mm. It can't be destroyed. And I believe mm. there's connections and shit. Yeah. Just because I don't believe in the ghost dead on the cloud. Yeah.
1: The, the, the paranormal and what it what it may or may not consist of has got nothing to do with with uh, man's concept of religion and faith. Exactly. It's nothing to do with it. It's mm. much more, <laughs> funnily enough... Uh, in my, in my view, and this is probably controversial, and apologies to any any religious people uh, who may or may <laughs> not be listening. Don't suspect there are many, but there might be. Um, you know, the paranormal is far more scientifically quantifiable than religion is.
0: It's very true. It is extremely, extremely true.
1: Um,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, I can't believe in a God that's let me down as much as god has in my yeah, life yeah, so, yeah 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 consequently i can only conclude it doesn't exist so mm-hmm. you know that, that, that's something i can categorically say i don't believe in yeah you know i'm not skeptical i just don't believe it you know yeah. because there's no rational grounds for it yeah. however that completely shits on another person who may very well feel differently my cousin oh, yeah. my cousin for example is is very religious you know and that's fine. Yeah, so I'll, well, I'll never shoot anyone. I've only got a beliefs. problem with religion if it hurts people. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but that tends sadly it does a lot. Well, actually, <laughs> that tends to be people adopting religion as an expedience rather than <laughs> rather than the actual faith itself. Yeah. You know, what I don't what I don't accept is is terrorism in the name of religion. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't accept that. I mean, um, when you
0: when you look at things like religion, the fact that Henry VIII created uh, did an offshoot religion just so he could get divorced. You know? <laughs> well, it's,
1: yeah. It's <laughs> well, look at the Church of England created by Elizabeth I to try and unite the Catholics and the Protestants, mm-hmm. you know? Um and you know to so so she could actually increase her power base against the um the increased Catholic power from from Spain, mm-hmm. you know. We this this is a whole other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But uh, again, they're all ghosts now. <laughs> well, they are now. Yeah. And I mean I, I so so I I got I got I've got an issue with it because, um, well, I've got a, I got. suppose I've got an issue with religion. I've got a, an issue with what man does with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's what, uh, how people... You know? uh,
1: there are many, many moderate religious people who are perfectly happy with their faith and wouldn't hurt a fly, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. And, and I've got to go with that, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't want to tar anybody with a brush, no matter who they are, mm-hmm. you know, but when...
0: But Scientologists...
1: <laughs> I don't know very much about Scientology, I must say. Um, I've only seen things on on television, and I'm, and I'm prepared to accept that's a one sided viewpoint. the The history of Catholicism and Protestantism is something I know quite a lot about. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, so I can talk about that with a degree of authority. What I can't talk about is Scientology because I know very little about it. Um,
0: Basically, from, aliens, something- souls. Lots of weird shit. Auditing. Auditing. Mm. Uh, Tom Cruise, John Travolta,
1: Danny Masterson,
0: Will Smith. Mm. Tip, my what, wife what are they covering? They hell. seem
1: to be covering up a lot of stuff. But that—that that again is—is is a version of the story mm-hmm. that we've been shown by people like Louis Theroux. It's not necessarily the whole story.
0: I got books, baby. <laughs> I, got, well, again, I, I got obsessed well, no, that's what I'm saying
1: you're, not, you're more informed than I am about that so I can't really discuss it on any sort of serious yeah. level I mean but I think we can leave it that there is no real parallel yeah. in my view between a belief in the paranormal and a and the belief in religion they're two completely separate things
0: um, and personally I'm just about science <laughs> mm. you know because uh, science gets proved wrong all the time because I know you're a non-believer. Uh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but w- what you were saying before, uh, that story, it's, it's what I've heard countless times now, especially since doing this podcast, which has been really interesting. Okay. Uh, more people uh, are messaging me or coming up to me and talking to me about things exactly like what you've just told me. Hmm. And uh, it is, it's, it's like, it's I'd like to do a, a proper deep dive on them, like one mm. of the episodes and stuff. But, like, yeah, when we were talking before about, like, darkness ghosts and shit and and mm. um, seeing something in the daytime you were saying something about so, that
1: yeah so this one's interesting because i i mean it's very brief actually i i was riding a bicycle right yeah. i was I must have been about 16 17 or something um i'm not and i'm not really a very suggestive <coughs> person mm-hmm. you know i I would say I was an imaginative person but i don't imagine what i can't see in front of yeah, me yeah of course you know um uh, so I'm riding my bike, and it was a I don't know, spring morning. Um, <laughs> and I rode up to this bridge, and on the other side of the bridge was this this person, and they just looked like so sort of full of hate and and like really malevolent. And I was just like, oh god, I don't know if I want well, to cycle past them. <laughs> you know, it's like is, you know, because you're a little bit wary. You know, you you're at that age. You start to get a little bit like you're aware that there are some bad people out there and they might yeah. do you some harm. Um, and I thought, <clears throat> okay, well, I'll um, I'll just, maybe I'll just turn around and go. Um, and I sort of like studied my handlebars in a sort of like a, a sort of like, mm, I'll just sort of ignore you and hope yeah, he doesn't yeah. talk to me and all this kind of stuff. And then I looked up and he's gone. I was like, where's he gone then? And bearing in mind, like, all you can do is go over this bridge and it's a road that carries on or a riverbank. Mm-hmm. Nowhere to be seen. Nothing, no houses, no nowhere he could have gone. And I thought, Well I'll I'll run over the bridge and see if I can do nothing. And I'm talking about in the space of a second. Now no one can disappear, you know, unless he's some kind of major prankster that jumped down a rabbit hole. Oh Batman. Well didn't have a cape on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: the bridges are actually meant to be like a
0: um Link between worlds as well. Really? Are they? What?
1: That's interesting. Like You're things, kidding me. A lot of
2: things when it comes to like ghost things, it's like on a bridge, it's like meant to be like a link between
0: worlds. Oh! What? How do you not know that? I don't know that. That's I've never it. heard that in my life. I've not. That's really. Cool. Yeah, apparently. Apparently. Maybe if you believe that. Well, oh. yeah, you just brought new ghost things into my well, mind, I've... non-believer. Well, yeah, it's, it's I... quite a common thing on bridges, like crossroads and bridges and stuff.
1: Right. Wow. Huh. Okay. I mean, I I mentioned this to somebody else I know, and he said, "Oh, is it that bridge in something like that?" I said, "Yeah." That's it. He said, "I've seen it too." I said, "When was oh, this?" He said, "Oh, oh no, a couple of years ago." I said, "What? What did you see? Tell me what you saw." And he and he said, "Yeah, it's just this guy," and he described exactly how he was dressed, same clothes, everything, and I hadn't told him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know because um, he had this smock on. that's the thing I remember is that he looked like an artist. Right. For all for all the detect ta- he looked like somebody who'd been out painting, right? Yeah. Um like a sort of like a sort of a well, black I, just, smock. I just got my chills up I just got my
0: chills up when you were saying that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah it's it, just that... Weird. And and he just described it he said, Yeah, he just looked he looked so pissed off. It was like really evil. I was like like what did you what did you do? And he said he said, Well, I rode over the bridge at him. And I said, well, what happened? He said, well, I was, you know, I was watching where I was going. I looked up and he wasn't there. I said, well, what do you mean? You can't have taken you more than a second across cross this bridge. He says, well, no, it doesn't really. Because you're talking about a bridge that's probably no longer than this room. Right? Yeah, yeah. So bearing in mind that I was there and he was pretty much where you are, right? So for the
0: sake of the people listening, it's about four, four metres. Four meters. Yeah, if yeah.
1: that. You know, we're talking about we're talking about a little river here, yeah, like yeah. a little stream, you know, and and a, and a small, a small bridge, like one of those single lane country things, right? You know, like one car, only one car is going over that at a time, you know, <laughs> and and the road just carries on either side, and there's the the river stretches out, and and other than that, it's open grassland. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that that I sort of was a bit taken aback when he said that to me because I was like, well, this is weird. Yeah, you know, but we we tried looking into it. Like, you know, is is there any history here? We couldn't find anything. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's where the skepticism comes back. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. But what I but these are episodes that happened a couple of years apart. Mm-hmm. First of all, they're not like the same week. Yeah, you know. Um, and um, and the point I I hadn't given him some details which he described to me. He couldn't have known. Yeah, yeah, This of course, is not yeah. this is not something. Yeah, you know, and and again, this guy's not prone to bullshit. Mm. You know, he wouldn't try and wind me up. You know, and besides which, if he can turn around and supply some details to me that I didn't, uh, that only, I hadn't told him, mm-hmm. because I d- actually hadn't thought it was relevant at the time. I said, I saw this guy and he looked fucking evil, and then all of a sudden he disappeared. He goes, Oh yeah, was he dressed such and such? I said, uh, Yeah. You know, and you know what i mean so yeah yeah um and, and and the other thing is like i've got to point out this is in broad daylight this is not i'm not seeing things
0: yeah yeah you know? yeah, it's not shadow. i'm
1: 16 years old i'm not hungover i'm not on lsd or anything yeah, yeah. like that you know i'm i'm as, i'm sober you know it's it's middle morning, I don't know, half 10, 11 o'clock, something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, sunny day. Do you know if
0: it was like a similar time when they saw him? Don't me? know. Didn't ask him.
1: Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you know, you're talking about a kid out on a bike, you know, it's yeah. not, it's not going to be, it's not going to be late night, is it? No, no, exactly. Yeah. And even if it was, there's no street lights around there. You just seen fuck all. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go with kid on a bike in, the the daylight. You yeah. Know? I it's gotta be. It's yeah. gotta be. Right? Yeah. So so that was that's the one that's always sort of made me think.
0: I mean that's a fucking good one. I mean it could be that old. it's the corroboration <coughs> that, yeah.
1: that I can't explain like, to you. And
0: like um it could be the the whole stone tip theory of ghosts. Where it's well, like where it's like a, a tape when you're recording on a tape. Okay. So it's been recorded on tape. Oh, okay, and yeah, get, I've, I've gets, heard something get, about that before. It gets repeated. The,
1: the bridge point you've made there. Yeah, that's new. That's new that's sure that's I mean, on I mean, me. I'm
0: not sure where I got that from. I think I have, like, uh That's cool, though. That I'm going to look, start looking into that. Yeah, I, I actually had to look on the internet and I can't see anything about it, but... Maybe yeah. you just know. Maybe I just know. Holy shit. Yeah. I hate bridges. Though. Yeah, that Fuck like, bridges. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Uh, I've, I've heard that yeah. to be a thing before. Yeah,
1: well... Oddly enough, it, it, it's like a, it has kind of it has it has kind mm. of ended up with me having an irrational fear of being stuck on a bridge. You know, like when you go on a really nothing big irrational bridge, about that. To be honest. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: looking at the Mad Monk of wherever you <laughs> were. Uh, you know,
1: like the <laughs> Seven Bridge or the Fourth Bridge or something like that. Yeah. You know, like massive structures. I mean, the Humber Bridge. You know, yeah. the thing, bridges that take a long time to cross. Yeah. You know, like whenever I, was, I used to work in London for a bit. Um, uh, and um, I used to have to take the train from Greenwich up to Tottenham Court Road and I used to take the Docklands Light Railway along the time and that goes over the, the thing and it's quite slow and it was like get over this fucking bridge yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get over this river I don't want to fall in You know. Mm-hmm. Um, now I know they're safe I know they're not going to collapse you know, you know we, we have the technology these days
0: we I don't know we, we've all watched Final Destination films though. well yes we have
1: <laughs> but you know I'm, I'm aware that those are movies but it, still, fucked it, me up. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Especially the uh, surprise sequel, uh, surprise prequel at the end of the. I know, right? I know, right? Well, yeah.
1: uh, you know, I've, I've watched a few bridge destruction videos. You know, where the, where the weather really tears them to pieces. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's like they they just look like pieces of paper. I know they're not. I know they're like concrete yeah. structures and and everything. But it's like literally, they look like somebody. It, it looks like a cartoon. It's like that's mad. Yeah. I mean, I know you're talking extreme weather conditions the which we we'll probably never see in the UK. I think the most. You know, I, think I think the most. Don't live in Huntsville, bad. do you? <laughs> well, I remember. I remember once where there was this. There was a tiniest earthquake that that. Um, market raid in two thousand
0: eight.
1: No, it was before that. Uh, no. I reckon it was two thousand and two, two thousand
0: and three. I remember the two thousand eight one because yeah. I I fell out of bed.
1: Yeah. Well, no, i well, I mean, that, that was we felt that one over in Leeds, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't think to the same extent. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, that, that was that was definitely an obvious tremor. Yeah. Tremors, tremors bad movie. Great movie. <laughs> bad
0: movie. Tremors and Tremors Two still <laughs> oh, stand up, man. on, Tremors Two, that's terrible. The, little, the ones with the little walking ones—that's a oh. like fucking badass. Had like um, desert snake. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tremors yeah. is bad. It's badass. Bad. Kevin Bacon's finest moment. Better than Footloose, what if, yeah. Better than Friday 30s. but
1: I mean, no, those weird, those weird pterodactyl things in, in two. <laughs> I mean, come on, you know, you're stretching it now. Yeah, the, the I'll, I'll buy the worm a bit.
2: Yeah,
0: you know,
1: that could happen. Oh, it definitely I mean, happened. I think
0: it's based on a true story. Really? Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm based on, on nothing. Uh, do you want to hear a ghost story I heard this last on. week? Go on. Uh, yeah, I say like one of my favorite things about well, since I've started this is. People contacting me on emails Mrs. Shresden, called Geeks at Hotmail Or just meeting me when I've been out and about. Oh. And uh I was out the other Saturday. And I got talking to somebody and uh she said she listens to podcast. Okay. If you listen, nice one. That's fucking cool. Can't remember your name there. Was it Laura? I can't remember. Um, but um, she's a police officer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um and she was telling me, uh, like this great guy's story. Um also really sad, uh, where they'd been called out on a welfare check. Uh, Somebody, they hadn't seen this dude for uh, a few days or anything, Mm. so could he go out and send a welfare check? So two, three coppers went out, knocked on the door, a guy answered, and he went, hi, we can you do a welfare check? And the guy just went, oh yeah, he's upstairs, and he just walked off into the living room. So they all went upstairs and found, sadly, this man hanging in the bathroom. The man they found hanging in the bathroom was a man who just let me in the front door. What? Dressed oh, the same. No, that's a bit. The same guy. They went back downstairs. Nobody else in the house. And when she told me that, honestly, everything in my body ran cold. Just, yeah. um, just, just, just. Oh, in that, uh, really just, 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 oh yeah, oh, yeah, proper <laughs> wanker twin. This all surely affect my her- inheritance. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, just like that's just awful. It's like expected him yeah, yeah, and yeah, just yeah. sending you over going
2: living
0: Well, I don't know if it's a living room. Just walked, walked away from, you know, from through a door. Right. Yeah, but just uh, yeah, just answered that door and just said yeah, oh yeah, upstairs. Mm. But they had the exact same person, the exact same dress. Jeez. And it's like, yeah, and the the all witness sat together. And that person mm. was. Ooh ah, hear that story. Hear that You really hope that's not a true crime story. <laughs> <You're just
2: looking
0: laughs> that one twin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But
1: Either that was some really sick bastard. Yeah, yeah it's
0: just just fucked, it's fucked. It's like I, I do love, like I said, I love hearing people's ghost stories, but every time I just that's a bit it. grim. It is, yeah, yeah. it is. You find I, I find with a uh, quite a few ghost stories, there, it's um, it's never happy.
1: <laughs> and yeah, the guy sounds kind of nonchalant.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, this is what had to happen. Like yeah,
1: sees yeah. In which case is he still in the house? Well, I think so. As a haunting, yeah, I, you know? I think
0: I think probably so. Because
1: that's cause that's 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 one of those things where like, if you're if you're thinking about re- repetitive sightings, yeah, you know, which is, I suppose the, where the replay, my um, where my story kind of fits in, mm-hmm. you know, because. You know, you're you're talking about a sighting a couple of years apart. Um, now, I mean, I have no further corroboration of that, so you know, I'm prepared to accept. You know, could be a co- massive coincidence, a massive crazy coincidence, a massive crazy coincidence. Where uh, this, yeah, this however, person... <laughs> in your situation or the the story that the police officer told you, I mean, that's curious because if if that door genuinely was answered. Mm-hmm. By a ghost. Surely that breaks a couple of laws of ghosts, which is that they can't necessarily open doors or stuff like that. What
0: are the lots of ghosts? I mean, poltergeists can well, do I all know. sorts of shit.
1: Yeah, but they're throwing stuff around. They're but, not really operating in a oh, you know, but, the me, traditional the traditional inference of that, right? Is yeah. like a poltergeist is a restless spirit that disturbs stuff. Yeah. In, a, in an effort to bring attention to themselves. This Sounds more like, you know, I don't know. I can't. I can't describe it as anything other it's than nonchalant, politics. nonchalant behavior. Yeah, caporal behavior. You know, yeah. Well,
0: there's also other thing about um sometimes girls waiting on to pass on a message, and maybe that yeah. person's message was yeah. to let them know, look, yeah, okay, that's where it yeah, is. Yeah, you're gonna and, find and, it. Yeah, and then walking out of room is them going, right, that's it. My I'm, shit's I'm, done. Done. I'm done. I'm yeah, done. Yeah, I've done I'm my out. job. Yeah, yeah. So
1: that that's true. That's true.
0: Yeah. I like I don't know if you know but uh Record got a ghost haunting in my house. we really? talked to him, uh pretty every podcast the the new the new shit has happened like it it started when we first moved in uh, 2 years ago. We just okay. sold that we just sold the house. Uh when we first started it was just stupid shit like people getting locked in the toilet. It's like ha, ha, ha I got oh. someone's got locked in the toilet and mm-hmm. that never happened to me. No. Nah, don't believe I in you. No, uh, I mean, yeah, I,
1: but I'm not. I'm not discounting it. I mean, my other story involves a, a potentially haunted flat. So you know, I'm. I'm, I'm kind looking of, forward. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know. We'll, I, but go on.
0: Yeah. So, but yeah. So it started as that, and then it was things like uh, knocking at the front door, mm. and uh, like loud, th- always three knocks, do do do, and there, uh, yeah, I would be there and just catch it, look out the window, nothing there. Once we did it, and then we saw the gate just open and close which is pretty freaky. Mm-hmm. I had it uh, the other month where um, I took the dog out at about 7am. When I got back, all the hobs were on full electric hobs, which, I mean, I only use front left because that's the best one. But, well, yeah. so, but yeah, all the so hobs were on so right. Only. And then, um, just only, a, the,
1: only a madman uses back right. Exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. Uh, unless you're making a roast you got, well, that's true, you've got yeah. you want yeah. to steam everything yeah but I, I had it the other week where uh, i was uh, cutting up some carrots like a beast and uh, the cupboard where all the all the crockery is uh one of it was slightly open and a little fine china cup flew out hit me in the forehead landed on the floor did not smash and it's huh. fine china fine, oh, sure. fine china yeah. but proper like it went... out it's plastic but yeah, I had it when uh, I got back from holiday a few weeks ago where I was just telling my dog and uh, the back door, there was there. It's like PVC door, window. And it, it was like on, on that, on the window, it sounded like... I was just like, looked to my dog. He's asleep. He's deaf and blind. I was like, come on, boy. Turned off all the lights in the house. Did not look at the window and just walked upstairs. <laughs> He's just going, nah, Not tonight. I'm jet-lagged. <laughs> hmm. But yeah, that house is, uh, yeah, we just wait for solicitors to sort the of shit now so I can get out of there. Cause mm. Jeffrey can fuck off.
2: Jeffrey, that's the what <laughs> I'm I-, I was thinking
0: Barry for some reason. But it's like, uh, I was going say about Charlotte's dad, Wayne, non-believer complete, mm. and he went up, he came around one day and he went up to uh, the toilet, mm. came back down, droop white, and he's just like going, just be lit. Locked in toilet, mm. so he was just in there, and he's just like locked behind him. <laughs> he's <just> like, <laughs> it's awful. Mm. Never nice. Mm. <laughs> it's a
2: weird door
0: to it's, it's a weird <laughs> But yeah, so yeah. I was up. I
1: mean, got a faulty lock for us don't. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I don't mean that. Yeah, hob bastards. I'm not. I'm not telling new buyers it's a ghost, because what I I make sure a point of when I go look well, at a house. you should.
1: Maybe you could get more for the house. God damn it! You didn't think of that <laughs> one, did you? But yeah, you have I have it to Most Haunted. That's it. God damn! Yeah. Do you want a genuine location? Yeah, lads?
0: yeah. <laughs> like that one in where is Pontifractor. it? Pontefract. Yeah. He's trying We're supposed to be going there. Uh, yeah, we're going to do a live episode there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. There's like the, uh, the that Poltergeist house in Pontefract. They really? made a film about. It. There's those docs about it. Okay. It's amazing. Well,
1: can I've you stay amazing. there?
0: Yeah, you oh, really? can do it uh, all night. As it's like sixty quid. You can have as much tea, coffee, oh, oh, or, yeah, tea, coffee, or cordials you like in the morning. They give you a bacon sandwich. You do seances. Mm. Mm. It's the be... the Black Monk of Pontifract.
1: I stayed I stayed in a, a haunted hotel up in Whitby, but nothing happened. No. Yeah, it's a complete non-story. Can I bring my own spirits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, you yeah, go on. Cool.
0: I've got, I'll bring my Curacao. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but uh, when I go look at a house, I always ask two questions. Mm. What's your spider situation? Mm. They do like spiders. And uh, what's your ghost situation? Mm. And the people... I knew the people bought this house off. And they went, oh, yeah, no. No ghosts. lying fox. Well, maybe
1: they didn't know.
0: Yeah, maybe it was just oh, us. <laughs> well, Yeah, it's true. But it How could have... It could have attached.
2: I
1: wonder if there's a correlation between spiders and ghosts.
0: Oh, man, do say that. Because that's going to be... Uh, That's what I mean.
1: What I mean is, like, there there is this belief, isn't there, that like certain animals, like, are more attuned to, like, dogs and cats, especially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but but not just not just them. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, because like, let's face it, if if a spider is disturbed, it will run away. Mm -hmm. Right, so. Like I disturbed a spider in my house the other day. I mean, I don't like them either. No, We're talking this. about a tiny thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And it just like I just I just moved something on a shelf, and it and it, and it was like Whoa, and run down, and like I never saw it again. It's gone somewhere else, you know. Um, but uh, you know, I kind of I think it was only because I disturbed it. But like I'm sort of going to work on the assumption that because there are spiders in my house, I know it's not haunted because they're not running away from anything. So what was your spider situation in that house?
0: There's yeah. no there's no fucking spiders in this house. Oh, go. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, what are you more scared of, ghosts or spiders? Yes. ghosts, spiders <laughs> and the can just ruined my life. I reckon <laughs> I,
1: re- I reckon I hate spiders more than ghosts. Yeah. Yeah because um I mean look, I would never kill a spider, right? Because I know what they I know what they're for. Yeah. I yeah. know their place in in the whole scheme of things. Yeah. I know their function you know apart from tarantulas um mm-hmm. which quite frankly if i found a tarantula in my house that thing's getting slippery
0: oh camel spiders have you seen those no i don't and i don't want to know i'm going to I tell mean, you know, anyway what
1: about those the funnel web things as well i got bitten by a spider in the states right on mm-hmm. my foot and it, and a hole opened up in my foot i was i was i was on a bloody walking stick for two weeks well
0: then not that how the uh one of the guys out of slayer died what? think he got yeah he think he got bit by a spider. Hit, it, when the guy's out kind of what? He got hit a bit by a Who? spider. No, Jeff of from Spider. Oh, yeah, from yeah. a spider bite. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: um, I didn't know it was that, but yeah, uh, yeah. Fucking yeah, yeah, spiders. Yeah, well, I was working on the Warp Tour. Yeah, that, that's what it was. So that would have been the Eastern Seaboard. Sorry, sorry, no, the damn right? that was. Uh, oh, was that dam, was, Yeah, the dam did the Warp Tour. I think it was two thousand and two, two thousand and three, something like that. And I got bitten by something. Definitely, I, I, I reckon, because, like, this hole opened up in my foot. Yeah. You know, and I was like, how the fuck have I got bitten by this thing? It must have been on the bus. How big was the hole? Well, I could put my finger in it.
0: Oh, my God! Oh, God.
1: You know, I couldn't... It was getting to the point where I couldn't walk, and it was like, you're going to have to get some shots. Oh, yeah, you're going like, to have to. Yeah. You know, it was like, it's 200 bucks, but like I can't, you know... Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to do it. Um... So we realised that spiders are scarier than ghosts. Well, what,
1: what I, I was—I was a bit like, "You can fumigate this fucking tour bus," because like, yeah, yeah. I can only have been the only time I take my shoes off is, is in your tomb of a Is bunk. either when I get in the shower at a hotel, which is possible. Yeah, you know, shower. You know, spiders are in drains and all the yeah. rest of it. Or, um, or when I'm sleeping in yeah. the bunk on the bus. You know, so if that—if I've been bitten something that's roaming this bus, you know. Then fuming well, it. I is mean, the fucker. bus driver took it seriously. He said, okay, man, well, I'll, I'll do what I can, you know? But, uh, I mean, God knows. Um, yeah. But yeah, it got bad. It got really bad. Yeah. And then it, and then it, and I got these shots and gradually healed, but it took months.
0: But yeah, I bet. No, yeah. it's like, uh, I yeah, these camel spiders, they're honestly, How you, you can't see it at home. They're about this big.
1: Well, the size of a plate, then. Yeah. Right. Uh,
0: but when they run at you, they run on four legs, and the other four are up like
1: oh, that. okay. And they jump. That's, pro- that's proper arachnophobia, though. Yeah, is.
0: and they, they're called camel spiders because they jump and bite camels. And also, they actually want to stand. They're not actually trying to attack you. They
1: just want to stand in your shadow because they're in the desert. They just want to stand in your shadow. Oh, right. They want to Yeah, but, well, but this, this business, right? This that's That's definitely a let's let's um let's try and head off the predators kind of thing yeah 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 you know? <laughs> yeah it's like it's like the whole snake thing um like yeah. i've not really encountered many snakes but i saw there was a rattlesnake once um we were in the we were in the desert just outside vegas um we were just mooching around this total ghost town mm-hmm. appropriately enough um <laughs> you know you know the kind of place disused gas station yeah yeah, yeah, there yeah was completely. like it was like uh some kind of casino thing you know and that was all there was you know it was a total yeah, nothing there Reno you know. <laughs> well yeah it was, it was that it was that Wendover way you know yeah, that yeah. kind of way um, so um, and uh, I was just sort of minding my own business and um, and the tech who was like a guy from Texas he goes um, we need to fucking move there's a rattlesnake over there I was like what and he goes just right there it was like a couple of feet away from me. He was like, yeah, let's just get a move on. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> fair enough, sir. You know, don't 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 be excitable, but let's just get out Yeah, yeah. And, you know.
0: Walk away solely, pal. Yeah. <laughs> but you've also got another go, sorry, you're saying.
1: Yeah, so so the so this this feeds into the haunted house thing. Mm. Because I had this flat. Um um and uh the first clue was that no matter it, whether it was the middle of summer or whatever, I could never, it was never warm. Right? Yeah. So, um, I mean, you know, the heating was shit, but, like, you know, you wouldn't have it on in the summer. You know what I mean? Of course, yeah. Um, and it was a ground floor flat. Uh, it, it was always cold. Mm-hmm. You know? And um, the bedroom in particular was was always pretty cold. I thought nothing of it. I thought, well, this is quite cool, actually, because, like, I'm, in the summer, you know, I, I, yeah. I'm not going to sweat my... yeah you can have your feet Uh, out of the bed yeah it's great you know um but uh yeah i remember uh it was it was the summer uh i was asleep and um i remember woke i woke up and um uh, and and the room was freezing Mm -hmm. freezing and i thought "I'll, i'll kick the covers off or whatever you know and then i realized that the covers were on and then I, I kind of like looked up, and I couldn't, I couldn't really, you know, I, I couldn't really visualize properly. But there was a figure at the end of the bed, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What is that?" And I tried to sit up, and I couldn't sit up, and I felt, and I felt these icy fingers around my neck, right? And at this point, I'm starting to shit myself. Yeah, of course. Because I'm like, "What is going on? Is this a dream?" Mm-hmm you know and i and like um, you know my, my missus at the time was asleep next to me snoring away you know sorry <laughs> <laughs> but you know definitely asleep you know yeah 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 it was like all right this isn't this isn't a dream what is going on i tried to try to sit up and i was like you know, and in the end i just was like I, I was being held down you know and i was like fuck this i'm i, I can't cope with this like and 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 actually so i kind of fuck off kind of thing. For sure. And and managed to sit up and it was just all gone. so I mean God knows what that was.
0: Can you remember anything about the person in the bed? No. Couldn't you know I an indistinct
1: figure. Yeah. You know, this is this is the one where I big I'm a black bit, ship. Like, yeah. Ice a of fingers. F- a figure. Yeah. A figure for sure. Um, and, and but the thing with the fingers, right, is it's very light. Okay, I'll I'll show you. I'll show you how light it was, right?
0: Mm -hmm. It's like this. Oh, yeah,
1: yep. Really light, okay?
0: I was just attacked. (laughs) 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 It's still here, folks.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And and it's really. I'm prepared to accept that that could be sleep paralysis. Could be. Could be.
0: Yeah, but I also believe that sleep paralysis has got something to do with the paranormal.
1: Well, that depends on which side of the scientific fence you fall, because you... The right of, side. The science... <laughs> <laughs> well, the science will tell you that it's to do with waking up from rapid eye movement sleep. sleep. Um, and y- your brain is doing this filling in the blanks thing that I was talking mm-hmm. about earlier, which I can't remember the name of. Mm-hmm. It's like... I know it begins with P. I'll, I'll look it up.
0: I'm going to send you a documentary. Okay. A really good one. Yeah. Yeah. About sleep paralysis.
1: Well, all, all I know is that I I really had to like. I mean it, it. It's in its way, it's it's more mundane than the broad daylight story. Yeah. Because it's too easily explainable as something else. However, like I've never lived in a house that cold and it was a burning hot summer Mm -hmm. you know it was a warm summer i mean you know in in the daytime you'd step out of that house and you'd have a sweat on in two seconds yeah yeah. you know um and after that i i said to i said to my missus i said i I don't want to stay here anymore i want us to get out of here and i'm not going to sleep in this bedroom either and she said why why what's the problem i said well i just i just had this bad time things
0: always trust your senses
1: um and she said, All right, okay, well we'll we'll move in the other room then And I said, Well it's a single bed, you know and she said, it don't matter, let's just go in there. And we just gave the notice and got the hell out of there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um and I and I got out of there and like we we moved again. We were just renting at the time. Uh and we moved quite far away because I was like, I don't want to even be in this town like it's it's too weird for me.
0: Which town was it? It was Peterborough. Oh, so, yeah, of you, you know, just I yeah. mean who the hell wants the same Peterborough? Yeah. Um, <laughs> And th- um, like the Met Lounge is cool, um,
1: you know. Well, yeah, but only a masochist stays in Pineridge. No, yeah, it's very um, true. Um, you know, in terms of in terms of what it's got going on, there's <laughs> there's not many places that got less going yeah. on. Uh, so, so we we moved quite a distance away, you know, to this 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 um, town, uh, the village actually, um, called Tallington, which was I don't know, about sort of ten miles away, mm-hmm. and it was a nice house, and I felt fine there, and like there was just nothing weird going on or anything like that, you know.
0: No longer getting softly strangled by night demons. (laughs) Well,
1: it's just it's just weird, isn't it? You know, I don't. I I hadn't been watching any films that would leave me in a suggestible state or anything like that, Mm. and it doesn't tally with anything I've ever seen in a film either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. So, uh, I I I I try and be pretty logical about stuff, you know, and pretty rational, and like I'm not that suggestible. And I, and I haven't drunk for 20 years. So it's really not that. Yeah. You know? And I, and I haven't taken any substances, you know, for, you know, the same amount of time. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it's just, it's not, it's not that. Mm-hmm. It just can't be. Exactly. You know,
0: no, it's like, this is why I wanted to get you on as a guest. Cause I knew. Yeah, and I'll
1: tell you something else as well. You know, I, a, a, a very a very unfriendly person spiked me with acid once when I was about eighteen or something, <laughs> you know. And like I can tell you that that experience was fucking nothing like yeah this, you know. This, this is not. Quite frankly, I I did find it f- scary, mm-hmm. and I and I was like, what the hell's going on, you know? And I was glad to get out of there. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and, and I felt better once I did get out of there. Yeah, of course. Probably because I had a negative association. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm at a loss to really explain it. But my wife never, uh, sorry, my missus, uh, never experienced anything like that. Mm-hmm. Ever. Well, yeah,
0: not everybody does. Not everybody does. People can go through their whole lives not experiencing shit. And then right. he could be their partner. Right, because they're not some... attuned to it. Yeah, yeah, because everyone's got a different like chemical balance or whatever, yeah. different tuning. I mean, well, I mean, it's it's not.
1: I don't even want to talk about different levels of suggestibility, really, because I don't think I'm that suggestible.
0: No, I mean the story you told about a uh, evil dude on the bridge. Yeah, well, I mean, t- uh, another person did the exact same thing. Right. And well, that's, not yeah. being, that's not being suggestible. That's two people saying the exact yeah, exa- same thing yeah, happened.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, an unknowledgeable corroboration.
0: Yeah. It's like the story we just told about uh, the police officers. Well, yeah, there were several there. Yeah, there were so several So they all the same there, thing, right? Everyone's got that same story. Now,
1: that one's weird.
0: Yeah, creepy as
1: fuck. That's one, the that's one that's really weird. Yeah. Because on the one hand it's just like why why is he there on the other hand you could explain it but but what interests me about it actually is is the fact that um there there probably is a reason for the behavior and also it was it was quite it, there's no real sort of like expression of evil or anything like that i mean obviously no. what had happened was grim as fuck yeah yeah right? yeah um but this ghost if it was a ghost was doing a job yeah you know
0: just making sure that it was found which which is which is far more
1: like i could i could accept that Mm -hmm. as a ghost because i don't i don't really buy into all the scary evil shit Mm -hmm. you know it's because that most most of that's campfire crap right you know it's it's more about like you know you know by that i mean you know the, the scooby-doo let's make this deliberately a bit creepy and mm-hmm. stuff and a bit scary and it's like the whole the, which is why the whole icy fingers thing it's like it's just weird um and i was scared mm. um and i and the, i don't get scared that easily i don't like height but you know that's so i don't really do roller coasters very well yeah, yeah. but i mean that's sort of irrelevant here mm. because that's just not what going that's not going on you Know, and as far as I know, like as far as I recall, I wasn't in the middle of a dream or anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't, I don't, and you dream when in rapid eye movement sleep, so I don't really think I was in that state.
0: I mean, <clears throat> out of all the guess I've had on this, more than 50% have had that exact same thing, really, yeah. And that's in, why. in I, what I'm, way, um, in pretty much the exact same thing, pinned down a figure. Really? Uh, Yeah, 100%. There's an amazing, amazing documentary about it. This is something that goes on all over the world with people seeing the exact same thing. Sometimes they've got a hat on, sometimes there's footsteps before they get pinned down. It's, It's an extremely popular thing that like, well that keeps getting brought up again. And again I've never and again. really
1: researched it and as I said yeah. I didn't I didn't yeah. I didn't listen to other episodes of the podcast because I didn't want to prejudice myself. Yeah, yeah. Well that's good, 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 yeah. Um so this is genuinely something that's just happened to me. Well what I will say in my case is I, I wasn't aware of arms being reached out or anything. The figure didn't move. Yeah, no. You know? Always the same. Oh really? Always the same. Okay. I mean I could not describe it. Uh, what we always dis-
0: find is that if uh, I found like a few times with people have not even been on the podcast, where I just when they've been able to, if they're in bed with somebody, mm. once they can touch them, everything seems to come back. But every single person pretty much has seen the exact same thing.
1: In
2: my like,
0: case. Yeah, 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 it's like, uh, but like, a few have had, like, the footsteps before, Oh, can okay. well, no. coming along the corridor, oh, well, I woke, I woke
1: oh, up and it was there, demon, sorry, it was there, I woke up and it was there, Yeah, yeah. No well,
0: footsteps the, or anything. yeah, a few people, like, just there at the end of the bed, always a big black shape. yeah, always this, uh, it like, was, it always, was, it, it feels almost softly, yeah, it wasn't an imposing
1: height, it was the height of a normal human being, yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. it, it wasn't like, some kind of, like, weirdly distorted thing. It's it's not like that there at all.
2: Been stories of that
1: as well. Oh really? Like yeah. Mm.
0: Like, mm. like uh, the, yeah, there, no, there is that. Like that. But uh, a lot of the times it's just a big tall figure. It's just a shape. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and like they don't actually come to you, but you can feel as soon as you see them. Yeah. Like like yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they feel softly, but yeah, 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 you yeah, are yeah, not yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. able to move. Oh, and... so the
1: soft hands is a thing. Is yeah. It? Oh really? heard
0: oh. of the choking thing. Though. Yeah. It, it's a yeah. Is like like I said, I will.
1: Is it is it choking or or is it no 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 or is it sometimes it's, it's on pushing. the shoulders or
0: it's what? it's not me on the neck but always getting pushed out. Okay, yeah
1: yeah. Well, that tallies.
2: Yeah yeah. It spends
1: a lot of kinks. Yeah well, I don't mm-hmm. I don't get yeah. Not shame, it? The way <laughs> I broke it was by speaking out loud. Mm-hmm.
2: Apparently, that is meant to be a thing.
1: As oh, well. really?
0: Touching or speaking out loud well, so you, you can break yeah, some yeah, so to, yeah. to get some well, sort of attention. I couldn't away reach from out,
1: it. but I. I... What it was, I kind of struggled against it, yeah, and tried to sit up and was like, "Fuck off," you know, kind of thing. You're getting annoying, well, a little bit, yeah, and, and a little bit like, "What is going on?" Like, <laughs> like as in, you just need to fucking leave because, like, yeah, I don't yeah. want this. I don't know what this is, and if somebody's playing a fucking trick on me, then get fucked because, like, I'm not into that. Yeah, this is not a cool trick. Yeah, no, no, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not into scaring people. Mm-hmm. You know. of
2: YouTube yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> well yeah, we're we're at least we're at least ten years before YouTube yeah. with this because I mean this was gotta be like <laughs>
0: it has to be nine, nine, five or 10, ten years before YouTube, YouTube Oh really?
1: Oh right, then five years before. <laughs> so I, I I reckon it's like two thousand, two thousand one. but right. yeah
2: I'm
0: quite an archivist when it comes to
1: Okay no, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> I wasn't even aware of that.
0: Yeah. You know, I, know, I thought YouTube was invented because peop too many people were searching for the Janet Jackson uh Wardrobe, malfunction, yeah, And, and the guy, the guy, yeah, yeah made, yeah, yeah, made it so it could happen. Yeah. But what? I think we've hit a lot of interesting shit tonight, man. Yeah. And well, it's given me a lot more to think about and research and go the one, down. The one many thing, many thing more which animals. is frying
1: my brain is that you're saying that you've had ind- independently other people say sort of similar things. To particularly this thing of the The second yeah. incident, yeah, because that's what I don't
0: yeah i I need to sing this this air documentary'cause it is it's a fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. scary documentary, I think it won quite a few prizes, and right. uh, and you find out when they were making this documentary, how they find out this happens everywhere right. everywhere, not located in one sort of place no, any no. Yeah, any country you go to. And it's always the exact same shit. Everybody, the exact everybody. same person. The exact I mean, I, w- same I wonder thing. whether
1: that just means it's like a it's a collective subconscious thing. <laughs> you know, I, if I was to look at a if I was to look at the the scientific side of it for a minute, which I'm going to pursue because I I, I want to exhaust it. Right? right,
0: you need to watch the documentary because okay. it'll blow your mind. Because honestly, these 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 people take DMT. Yeah, I mean, a a lot of it.
1: But you see. You see, the thing which makes me stop and think, right, is because the the whole sleep paralysis thing and the, this business of the mind filling in the blanks, my mind didn't fill in any blanks no. because there was nothing to, there were no features, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not like all of a sudden this demonic face becomes. Yeah, yeah, there's a shape. Yeah. You know. There's a
0: shape. I mean, and then there's a feeling and there's a, a yeah. lack of being able but to. But I mean,
1: know. you know. I remember like the first time I saw The Exorcist, right? Mm-hmm. Now, as crude as those special effects may be these days, mm-hmm. there's still something about. Yeah. There's still there's a couple of scenes which are still like that's really brutal. Like, oh yeah, the, the head turning around thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, can't, yeah. I still can't really watch it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, oh the outtake no, thing
0: that, that wasn't in the original. Yeah, that that's um
1: that's an outtake. Yeah, it's in the book, mm-hmm. and the pissing on the floor thing's in the book. Yeah, um, but that was cut, cause yeah, yeah cause uh, what it is is, there's an astronaut at a party, which her mother gives, and she comes, she crab walks downstairs, mm-hmm. and she looks, she looks at the astronaut, and she says, "You're going to die up there," and then pisses on the floor. Yeah, yeah, you know, now that's in the book. I mean, the book is, is like, have you read the book? No, I've never read the book. Read the book. Yeah, because it's way better than the film ever was. Mm. I mean the 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 it film in, in its way is brutal, and I mean you, you used to not be able to get it in the UK. Yeah, um, it was bad um, the yeah, it was banned for a yeah, long time. Yeah, so the way I saw it was this this guy um, this guy at the local video shop sold sold um, x rated stuff under the yeah under yeah, yeah table. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you know you pay him twenty quid and you could get this. And I remember we we all like three of us lived in this house and we just we just clubbed together and, and got it. And I and I remember watching it and. And being confused as to why Tubular Bells was the soundtrack. He's yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, but it's good. It works. You yeah, know? it works. And, so I well. couldn't, and I couldn't listen to it in the same way ever again.
0: That wasn't meant for the
1: film, was it? Nope. That, that no, no no. Tubular, no, no. Tubular Bells came out in 73. The Exorcist is um, around that sort of time. And
0: the first true sequel to it is coming out this year. What really? Do you mean by that? Yeah. Because they did an Exorcist 2. Well, they did Legion, and, didn't they? And, and, uh, they did like Exorcist 2, the recording, Exorcist 3, uh, and then. Excess, this time it's Personal. Excess, all this sort of Excess stuff. But yeah. What was the, the, the actual true one with the woman uh, the who plays the mother. She's in this new Excess one inside like, the actual, actual new one's coming really? out. Really? Yeah. This Alan year. Bernstein? Yeah. Really? Still mm, well, alive, okay. which struck me. Fucking
1: hell. What was. Yeah, because Exorcist 2 is, is the one. with... The terrible one. That, that's really bad. And mm-hmm. then there's Legion.
0: Yeah, well, xs Three is the one with, uh, in the, with hospital. the with the scissors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And, <laughs> and, and and he's uh, and and Father Karras is in the cell. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. or the or the uh, is he in the palace cell? Or he's in the palace cell. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, that yeah. was yeah. I <laughs> <it's laughs> was a bit like yeah. What the hell's going on? I'm glad you got the oh, lights. Kick on. my butt. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I, I remember watching. I mean, that scissor scene is pretty... It's yeah. frightening. Ah, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's bad. Guess, yeah. But that's the only thing... There's maybe one... There's an exorcist scene towards the end of it. Um, yeah, it's pretty heavy, is yeah, um, and, and I think there was something in that which I was watching. It was like, mm, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but everything else, I mean, to be honest, most of, that, most of that stuff actually pales beside the sixth sense. Oh, yeah, now, yeah. The, yeah. Now, now, do you remember... I mean, good twist on that film, but the mo- the the moment on that film which made me fucking jump was in, in the t- cinema. The, the tent. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, the girl in the tent. Yeah. All the sick went out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's proper fucking... Proper, uh, yeah. It's it's proper fucking... Horror, horror movie where we're outside now. <laughs> horror rain. What a, have, great,
2: what a great thing to right, fucking edit out. Before we get
0: to the end of this, sir, have you seen a new Evil Dead, Evil Dead Rise? No. Single best horror movie I've ever seen really? in my life. Absolutely insane. Okay. Folks, it's... One of those movies where we're in a cinema full of people and like everyone's like talking and shit, and it's intense from the start. And it ended; and everyone walked out silent. Yeah. Took you everything they had. With do them. the same thing with like, the Evil Dead remake. That you went to the Evil Super Dead Tenure. remake I enjoyed, but right. that was, it was doesn't the even touch this. Right, okay. Such a good film. I mean, I remember
2: uh, uh,
1: kind yeah. of the same thing with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, actually.
0: Was um, original it was. It was.
1: It was a, it was a, it was a yeah. cinema silence. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, it's it's fucked you up when. Well, I mean, talks. just
1: just what's going on in that house, yeah. towards the end, and then obviously they get out and 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 the, he's he's there with his chainsaw doing that. Crazy yeah, yeah, dance does, it's yeah, like Fucking hell, you know. Uh, <laughs> again, again, it's Toby Hooper, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: He knows what to do, that man. Yeah, you <laughs> know,
1: he knows he he knows a good creepy film.
0: Oh God, dear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, I,
1: I, I do think the Julian Beck character in *Poltergeist* 2 is, is one of the Scariest, creepiest villains. When he's so, outside the garden, yeah, he's like, you know. "Let me in," and like, that. yeah, he's
0: singing, is and then the God little song is you know, in mom. his holy temple. Let's
1: see the one that's on yeah. the bridge. Uh, sorry, is he the one that's on
0: the bridge?
1: Could be. Oh, what? When they're out in the town? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. And, the and and would it be to, Yeah, yeah there, it you there you go. There like, you go.
0: Yeah. No, Hell, with the he's got that like, soft southern voice. Oh, Hello Dora. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, yeah. He, de- he, de- de- he delivers
1: it in just a way I thought. But that film, you need some help. He oh, t- does this weird sing-song yeah. thing. Like it's like a a fucking creepy. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah, the like way it. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of but he's kind of he's kind of riffing on the southern preacher thing. Yeah. You know, I I think
0: I remember being being a kid watching that film though. And even the part where the little girl picks up her toy phone and she, and it goes to her mum and you're going, it's grandma, blah, blah, and the grandma's just died. Oh. Yeah, 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 She wants to tell you that she loves you to, to the mum, mm. yeah, and she's going to miss you. And it's like going, that that made me realise my own mortality. <laughs> you know, yeah. that, that sort of thing.
1: Well, of course, the point uh, with that is that it's the grandmother that brings her back. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, Towards the light. That's because because the whole point is that the, um, they use the they use Taylor's staff through the fire to kill the beast. Yeah, yeah. Right, and then and then they all think it's it's done, and then the the light shines and it's the grandmother, you know. And the idea is, I think that the the grandmother is has crossed over and is happy and everything. Yeah, yeah. But 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 knows that that Carol Ann shouldn't. Is is too young to go? Yeah. But it was. But the whole thing was that the the beast wanted the life force that Caroline had. That was the premise, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I remember correctly it's a long time since I've seen it. Whitfield, remake fuck was her. fucking terrible. Oh, it was. It was. Oh god, we what? went to see that. It's like the, there's like that drill thing in the board. Yeah. i was like,
0: Yeah. like But before we go, I've got uh, one last question. I ask every single guest. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know. I know now that you've got. You've got a partner, you've got kids, but let's take you back to when you were a single man. Okay. Uh, Would you, Andy Hawkins, (laughs) fuck a ghost? What? Would would you have sex with a ghost? What kind of question is that? Kesha has had sex with a ghost. Who? Kesha. Top top if you
1: believe self. that, you believe anything. But all I will say is, so does Dan Ackroyd in Ghostbusters. So,
0: yes, he does. He always yeah, gets
1: brought up. That, and it always gets edited out on the TV. <laughs> yeah, <he> does. <laughs> but it's in the book. Yeah, it is in the book. Um, I don't think he had a choice <laughs> in that. Would I... Uh, I don't know. I Sexy us. What a question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're
2: only two hours, 35 minutes in, so...
1: Take your time. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe.
2: Yeah.
1: It, 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 I suppose you could lay the ghost. That's a terrible joke, isn't it? Lay lines. That's, yeah, lay lines. Yeah. God. Oh, mate. Well, the... On... There you go. has gone now. Well, now, now you've
0: really lowered the tone. I Might always like leave to it, leave it on. it on a low tone. Yeah. But <laughs> people. <laughs> The rain has gone now. <laughs> the rain, the rain has passed. So, yeah. Andy, I'd like to thank you for coming on, geek oh, and girls. It's been ghosts. a pleasure, man. Yeah, it's been great to talk to you. Yeah, great stories.
1: Well, and if you go to Pontifract, then give us a call
0: yeah
2: oh, yeah well, should we For
1: that, whole, that, like, yeah, yeah come along man I'll I know,
0: go I know uh, we're going to take uh, some of the old guests because Carol Hodges is going to come Tim oh, yeah. Piper is going to come and... oh great so we're gonna... I'm going to need so much more new fucking equipment yeah I'll, like I'll right get now. some clip on Mike yeah come along we'll, we'll yeah, have yeah, a good night okay. we'll do, we'll do really a live episode That's not I'm really curious I'm really curious yeah like. yeah yeah. But, yeah a live episode is coming. I think next week we're going to have uh, Sean Ho from Random Hand hopefully so that'll be good so Andy Hawkins thank you to you thank you to Callum as always absolutely Let's keep it spooky people. Ooh.
2: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>